take them back. Uh-huh. Coming up, I was confused. My mommy kissing the girl. Confusion occurs coming up in the cold world. Daddy ain't around, probably out committing felonies. My favorite rapper used to sing, check, check out my melody. I wanna live good. That's some shit. I sell dope for a full finger ring. One of them gold ropes. Nana told me if I pass, I get a sheepskin coat. If I can move a few packs, I get the hat. Now that'd be dope to turn, turn in my sleep that night. Woke up the next morning, niggas that stole my bike Different day, same shit, ain't nothing good In the hood, I run away from this bitch And never come back if I could Hate it, hate it, I love it, the underdog's on top And I'm gon' shine, homie, until my heart stop Go ahead, envy me I'm, I'm Raps MVP And I ain't going nowhere, so you can get to know me Hate it, I love it, the underdog's on top And top, and top, and top Ah, let me freak you a little bit D on the address, nigga D on, D on the yeah. address, nigga Deal on the address, nigga. Deal on the Deal on the Deal on the Deal on the address, nigga. I run it. Ah, uh, I know why you niggas is mad today. I figured it fucking out, man. I figured it out. Y'all niggas was the last ones picked, huh? Y'all niggas okay, was the last place Darius niggas, B. huh? Nobody wanted y'all niggas C on the pick corner right games, there. Huh? Nobody wanted y'all uh, niggas for uh, hey, kickball with a nigga. At the end of the block, dog let on the field. Nobody get, wanted y'all niggas, huh? Hey, t- yeah, let me Yo, get test too. Let's get a game of flag football, let me man. Get let's get the team on. together. Let me mm, see. Um, you left out. T come through. And guess what? Block come through. You had that chip on your shoulder your whole fucking life. And did you turn it into nah, something amazing? Oh, nah. Remy boy, you can't even come on. You know what I'm saying? Got mm-hmm. on the side of the sideline. You didn't even do shit with that, bro. You didn't even do that motivation. You are not an underdog, my nigga. You just lazy. A lot of niggas think they the outcast. A lot of niggas think they the black sheep. Talk to them. This shit ain't gonna work for me, nigga. I'm an underdog. I got too much against me. Nigga, you just lazy. Do something, nigga. Too many underdogs came up, bro. 2020 alone. Pandemic part two. Electric boogaloo. Yeah. Come on, man. You heard him. Bang. Bang. Choo, choo, train. Wind me up and watch me do my thing, nigga. The house is burning, my nigga. Uh, it's time to destroy and rebuild that motherfucker. On, Let that motherfucker burn. We ain't like that crib, no way. Uh, From the back blocks to front street, my nigga. Y'all niggas know how we doing it. Yo, the house Pray for Haiti. Pray for Haiti. Watch us rise from the ashes Cause we the best thing smoking uh, Always evolving Always awe-inspiring Always supporting each other I am my brother's keeper I'm here for y'all You here felt like for us They say every dog has his day mm-hmm. But sometimes the dog dies So we Shit. burning that motherfucking house down The house is burning The dog hit it We starting from scratch Better than we was the last time uh-huh. It's still season three and running trips And guess what? What up? One, two, four, my nigga about to bless that motherfucking mic. Talk to him, man. Talk to the nigga if I talk to him. But any yeah. one of these niggas want me to talk to him. <laughs> Speak to him, dog. You. Running Triz, dog, understand there's no freebies. I can't help it, my dog. I'm too greedy. Mm. I'm the nigga who held the door open for the GDs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's too rough for the intro, why? That's a little too rough for the intro. Golly. Um, lock that shit behind them. Hopefully they let you off easy. Uh. We in two different leagues, dog. Two different peewees. Mine's more Kirkland. You, 
You were skirting on the sidelines, my nigga. I've been kirking. What else? Mm. Hmm? You n- niggas is more Franklin. We more Ben Jamming. Running back for C notes, nigga. You check the P hole. We busting at the niggas that's coming behind the G code, nigga. Mm. Y'all niggas know what the fuck we talking about. Let me speak to him one time, man. The bully is. Look, the bully coming, nigga. I'm gonna stop asking niggas. I'm just gonna walk around like Nipsey and start smacking niggas. Come on, you see it. Literally attacking niggas. Mm. Niggas using the podcast as a distraction. I'm gonna run up and start grabbing niggas. Come on, B. With your stupid ass. I just want your stupid ass to think, but your stupid ass just want to sit around and stink. Mm, what else? If you don't want to listen, that's fine, and I don't mind, but I'm going to have to drown one of you niggas in the sink. <laughs> Look at the bubbles. I'd rather be your downfall than let you do the same stupid shit corrupting the niggas that's around y'all. Mm. They say one bad apple can spoil a bunch. Uh-huh. I'm ripping cords with my thumbs. Hit the floor when I come. Mm. If you see me at your door, it ain't for the daps. It ain't for the love. It ain't for the raps. Uh It ain't for the drugs. It ain't for the snacks. Nigga, it's for the blood. Mm. I'd rather have on my hands and live with it than let your Christopher Columbus ass hit some dry land. And create victims Y'all Come niggas on, know what the fuck we talking about Hey young world It's your favorite cousin It's the Running Trist Podcast The most dangerous podcast in America Trisset, Trisset, Trisset What? Noels The bad boys of this podcast shit More money, more murders The best two-man squad of the league Running a train on podcast I'm bro And let me ask you about this flex one time dog. Come on B. Should I flex for the folk Come one time? Come on B Should I tell about the brand? Should I flex for Warm. the folk? Inform them about the brand B Look If you came here For the most potent And thought provoking commentary In the rap podcast category Filled with topics to boost your mental health While speaking on the culture mm-hmm. Past and present But at the same time you want to feel what niggas felt the first time they seen the ice cream cone on Gucci man's face? Oh, shit. I think that nigga went crazy. I don't even think Guwap knew what he did when he put that motherfucker on his face, man. This nigga changed brand Hater name. love it. Hater love it. That nigga made a logo that's going to be going down with Doom's mask Yo. to the end of time. He rebranded branding. I guess he put a new definition on the face of evil, huh? <laughs> I know Young L.A. was wishing he did the same thing. You know? <laughs> Hoping he had the same effect. You know? mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't. Should I get deep in a rap, Come bro? On, get deep. Should I get deep in a rap? Come on, be total. If you came here for authentic commentary on the state of affairs of rap culture, with an unbiased wealth of knowledge, but at the same time, uh-huh. you want to feel what Drake felt getting booed off that stage at that festival in 2019? Yeah, it's me. It's Champagne Poppy. You, you know, it's, I, it's me. I, I know to get the crowd right. Look. If you a certified lover boy and you don't got AIDS, let me hear y'all scream. <laughs> All right, fuck y'all then. Which one of you little niggas was sucking dick in the parking lot? I got, I got my security doing surveillance in this bitch. License plate CR1239. I know you was sucking dick in the parking lot. Come to the stage, nigga. You used to call me on my cell phone. You was sucking dick in the parking lot. You ain't playing, I ain't playing with you niggas no more. I'm telling y'all right now, Scorpion, nigga, Scorpion. 
Stingers just coming out, nigga. I'm gonna show you niggas what it feels to be jaded. Y'all niggas sucking dick in this parking lot? <laughs> Not on my motherfucking watch. Yeah, that would have been a different rollout for Scorpion, <laughs> dog. Hey. That would have changed the whole. That's how you turn heel, bro. Yeah, for real. Yeah, you blew me out of the stage, guess what? Yeah, that's N- uh, Who got N- AIDS in this bit, man? That's NWO Drake. You know what I'm saying? NWO? Yeah. Should I get deep in a rap, bro? Come on, talk to me. Should I get deep in a rap, my nigga? Uh huh. If you came here to chop it up with some niggas, who are getting it out the mud and redesigning the way you experience rap podcasts. But at the same time, uh-huh. you want to feel what Cameron felt seeing Mace come back to rap after being a preacher? What the fuck? What are you doing? Everybody welcoming this and welcoming that. He, he wasn't, wasn't welcome in the first place. place. How we welcome him back? Niggas getting their Kurt Franklin on. You see how I brought that back? That's oh. a callback already, nigga. Take him to church, nigga. Yo, no, seriously though, what is what is he doing? Is he rapping for real? He's one of babes for real. I know that. He's one of that yellow polo for real. In Harlem? I'm telling nigga. Y'all niggas know where the money at. I feel like Mace was in Harlem the same way 6ix9ine was in Chicago. Bro, come on, man. <laughs> you can't act. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna speak on that. <laughs> uh, Between the hours of three and four. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, hey, man, I ain't gonna speak on that, man. But look. If you have ever wondered what I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men would sound like if sung by 50 Cent. <laughs> I'll put slugs in you. Close, close, uh-huh. hold on. <clears throat> Snap it up a little bit. I'll put my gun on you and I swear I'll shoot. You came here to fight. But nigga, you gon' die, put my gun on you. Some <laughs> you niggas right now, bro, ain't no fair fight. Fuck you niggas talking about, dog. When I say a nightcap, I'm talking about some other shit. You know what I'm saying? When I say a fair one, it's between you and the bullet, dog. Yeah. Who, who go with? Nigga, it ain't boys, two men. It's boys, two men. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm bucking at anything, nigga. Everybody around you, bro. <laughs> I'm busting boys through men, nigga. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Uh, Big baritone energy. The price on the eighth is still going up. Last episode, you said it was about what well, you said, two fifty yeah. for an eighth in South Central, right? You said that, right? Uh-huh. Since we in LA for the third episode in a row, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing through the wire, you know and niggas not really feeling the two fifty charge for the eighth last week. Whoa. And um T Rogers died over the weekend, so in memory of the legend, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to make things right. So my nigga, mm-hmm. what's the price of the eighth of bloods in Los Angeles? Oh, man. We got Peace Stone Bloods, mm-hmm. Westside Pyrus, mm-hmm. Avenues, Treetop, the Brems out there. So Crenshaw Mafia nigga. Think before you speak. So I advise was, you. I, two, I advise you to think, think before you speak, nigga. The Swans is out there, motherfucking uh, um, the Watts boys, mm-hmm. Bonnie Hunters is out there, uh-huh. shit, nigga. Denver Lane niggas, uh-huh. Campanella niggas. You know what I'm saying? What? It's a lot of red. Yeah, Van Ness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said yeah. 250 was the yeah uh, 250 was they, said they wasn't feeling that. They wasn't feeling that. So so what's the numbers, my nigga? I think I think of a very you know what I'm saying. Accommodate a number for all the bloods out there. You know, niggas is grieving. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm a nigga who yeah. promotes balance. Yeah. Same, balance that price of that eighth, my G. You know what I'm saying? The same way that I showed love in Yonkers. I said Crenshaw Mafia is yeah. asking for that number, right? And I said for the next 
20 minutes Apes is free After X Pass I'm li- uh, Yeah Same love T Rogers OG is on For the next 25 minutes 25 minutes is 8 It's 7.40 It's 7.44pm What's today's date? Yeah. August 23rd mm-hmm. Alright so it's 3.40 It's 3.44 day time Or 4 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4. Mm-hmm. It's 4.44 they time So what's up Ace is on the house I'm pretty sure I just burnt a minute and a half mm-hmm. So y'all niggas <laughs> I apologize Rest in peace to the OG While, while supplies last This is not an OU situation <laughs> nigga. Nah, nigga If you don't get here And there's no more Ace I don't owe you shit Don't come back tomorrow For your free eighth. 25 minutes Don't we worry We're gonna blame that on Futon Oh okay Yeah Damn, Hey come through Yeah If Supplies run low Soldier did it. So, food time, y'all deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas came to the right motherfucking place. <laughs> but if you came here for two cousins, that would play Dip It Low by Christina Million. Christina Million. To uplift these beautiful black women and edify the spirit of every queen. Listen, in mind, body, and soul. But at the same time, uh-huh. we'll play Like a Pimp by David Banner. Real girls get down on the floor. All these floozies get down on the floor. Hood like to do that nasty shit. They like to be told to shut the fuck up every now and again. Shorty, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut All the real the jump off getting it down on the floor. And they flocking too. And they flocking too. You know Please step to the kissing booth. My cousin is giving out smooches to the ratchets in the mouth. Two dollars a pop. You know what I'm saying? All, all my ladies in here, two dollars get you big smooches by loading the wells. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, kissing ratchets in the mouth like we used to, like it's 2014 yeah, again. And you fucking now. niggas talking about y'all niggas know what the different. fuck we on. And you came to the right motherfucking place because we are here to provide that high quality content and to really figure out is it Uchi Wally or one mic? Or in today's case, is it where I'm from or West Side Story? And if you ask me, mm-hmm. it's one and the same. You already know what the fuck going on. I am the brow bully, your part-time activist, part-time gang enthusiast, a.k.a. Almighty Twy, a.k.a. Twy Dollar Sign, a.k.a. the Jared Leto of the ghetto, a.k.a. Talladega Twy, the real pretty Ricky, a.k.a. the little spoon goon, a.k.a. Lullaby Twy, if you roll my boat, you will wake up wet, a.k.a. Twilito Valentino, I'm known to be fashionably late, aka Worldwide Twi, Martial Law, peace amongst my brothers. I'm here to spread the good word and chase y'all cool back in his cage. But y'all can call me Westside Twi, and I'm one half of this dynamic duo, and I'm here with the New Jersey Devil, the poster boy for black sociopaths, my cousin and confidant, the Farrakhan of marijuana, human PCP in the flesh. He's the reason you find the Fenny print durag under your BM's pillow. A legend in two games, tax fraud, and stealing from children. What you swiping out of little man's room, my nigga? Me, this is the second week of the roll that you've. You really outdone yourself. Uh, what, what, what 50 saying? 
Fall asleep that night. Woke up in the morning, fiend stole my back. Sipping day, same shit. You the fiend, bro. What you, what you still in our little nigga room, man? You know this is a touchy subject. Man, go ahead, bro. Get, get that get, get that piano keyboard. Real, no, bro. Why, why would you say nah, that? Nah, nigga. Get, you know this is back. a very touchy bro, subject, It's going to get back. So what you sniping out a little man, we going to get that piano keyboard, a beanbag That's chair. That's all I'm stealing. Nah, nigga. This keyboards. My man got the goods in here. There's, there's two Nintendo Switches in this bitch, bro. What does she grab, dog? Nah. Get that iPad Air I see in that corner Charging next to his frog lamp <laughs> Come on my man Got the little The, the, uh, the snow globe With uh, the motherfucker From Frozen in that bitch Get also, that Also grab a couple of snow yeah, globes Yeah grab that shit bro A couple wireless charges And shit Might as well get the uh, um, The Roblox As well no For shit sure For sure uh, Grab the um, The little mini hoop Off the back of his door Oh, That's yeah. coming with us Look for the Nerf football Oh I know little man Got Funko Pops in his room on, So man. I need that Baby Yodas I need just, that motherfucking Deadpools Just open up the pillowcase And slide them all off the wall you know Into the saying? pillowcase Speaking of other pillowcase You got two drones in that bitch Two little mini drones and shit you know Mine what I mean? That's it bro What's up nigga I'm pretty sure this little man Got a cell phone in Hey yeah Grab that little motherfucking <laughs> iPhone 12 mini man Fuck yeah, that little nigga bro. And smack that nigga in his face too bro yeah, We don't, we don't yeah, yeah, it's for your daddy, nigga. Fuck you and your daddy, bitch. Your daddy nigga. did this to you. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. Don't ever let your daddy forget this bullshit is on him. Smoking dust, but still a black boy white folks can trust. Lord the well, speak to him, man. Yo, duh, it's uh. your boy, the hood grief counselor, low key Noel. Uh. AK Street Mickey. Uh. AK Nazareth Noel. Yeah. AK Lomeo Santos with a new AK to premiere. Talk to me, man. AK Little Brother of Malcolm X, Shamir Little. Join the nation. Showtime X. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I figure uh, this low-key, uh, I want to say our triumphant return. This is more like uh, uh, we got ejected from the game and we just, <laughs> <laughs> we came back fourth quarter anyway because yeah. at this point, I don't give a fuck. Man. Watching it from the sidelines. Yeah. I, I got paid for this game, so I'm playing yeah. for this game, dog. Whatever. Y'all can't kick me out the building. Y'all yeah. kick me out the game, right. but y'all can't, can't kick me out the building. building. Guess what? Yeah. Man, and I'm going to be in the referee quarters, too, nigga, waiting yeah. for your app. Right? What's up? I figured this is going to be the podcast version of when Little B got jumped at Rolling Loud. Oh, wow. Now, why would I say that? Um, the nigga was overwhelmed immediately? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't got an answer, bro. That's just how I'm feeling. I don't have an answer. That's just how I'm feeling. You just uh, feel like you got jumped there rolling loud? I didn't say it was me getting jumped. You feel how Lil B felt after he got jumped? I feel jumped. both sides, bro. I feel like Lil B getting jumped there rolling loud, and I feel like I just jumped Lil, Lil B, B and rolling loud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, boy. Yeah. Both sides of the court. Talk to me. It's been a trouble. I, I don't know why you would feel like this episode's like that, man. Seriously. Yeah? You don't know? You I really don't know. All right. You came me by yourself? You don't know? <laughs> <laughs> I can show you real fucking sober, man. Um, yeah. You came your dollar? No, I fucking bet, man. What does that mean? Man, you should've never let me park behind you, dog. Should've never let me park behind you, my nigga. And we gonna tell these niggas that we gonna park behind, dog. You don't fuck about none of these niggas. What do we tell our male listeners, bro? Right now, we tell these greaseball, slimeball, goofball-ass niggas to keep their motherfucking hands to their motherfucking selves. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. No rapists! motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. No rapists! No rapists! What you got, man? Uh, let's see if I remember the melody. Nigga, excuse your hands.
That girl had enough. She is, she is saying chill. Nigga be for real. So please excuse my hands. Cause I'm about to bust. Everybody duck. Nigga, you stand up. I'm not catching the melody. You remember, uh, Plies, dog. Plies, JB Fox. Please excuse my hands. Wait, that's a song? You never heard that? Nah. You wasn't listening to the, well, you was whipping in, um, you was whipping at 09, I believe, so. Yeah. You wasn't on the school bus listening to the radio Plies like I was. Plies, Plies J.B. Fox, and the Dream. Excuse my ass. Please excuse my Are ass. Are they speaking for each other or speaking on behalf of themselves? I'm speaking. Who are they speaking on? Oh, no, I'm not talking about you. They were talking about that. <laughs> Who? They're speaking for themselves. I believe um, Plies is speaking for himself because he starts off the video saying like, yo, this song is about my hands or some shit like that. So please excuse my hands. Keep your unmoisturized, crusty, dusty, and musty-ass mess to your motherfucking self. Failure to comply again, at least two forms of consent with emphasis. Will was all and what, bro? All sorts of bodily harm, man. All mm. sorts of emotional, Getting all sorts jumped of physical Getting by various trauma, members man. of Tristan. You already know, if ka, Tristan ka, is in the building, sumun. PTSD is coming with ka, you. Ka, sumun. Just mm. because it's demon time does not mean it's demon time. For you, my nigga, you ain't can't be taking your liberties. You just can't, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas be jumping to conclusions about what the demon time they look up at the clock and they see that bitch tolling. Yeah. I'm saying like that vibration ain't for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bro. It's not for whoever the belt holds. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for you, no. It's not designated for you, nor did you ask permission to touch that belt, bro. Mm. I'm saying, Shorty ain't tell you you can ring her. She, you can ring my best. Shorty ain't, you know what I'm saying? She ain't sad to you. Yeah. And, and, and look at you still trying to ring. Yeah, you sure ring? Guess what? We're going to rock your motherfucking bells yeah, now, nigga. Don't don't have yeah. your, your, your fucking. And don't end up like that nigga that got his bells rocked back in, um, what's that, 09? 09? Yeah. Wu Tang niggas ain't nothing to fuck with, bro. Mm. Black eyes, we'll, nigga. We'll rock niggas' Black bells, eyes. bro. We don't play that shit here at the Running Trips Podcast. We practice consent with emphasis, and we do not condone taking advantage of women physically under any circumstance. This is episode 124. God damn. Yeah. Love it or hate it. Indeed, I do. The games version. In this episode, we'll be discussing a list of shit that we love and a longer list of shit that we hate. We gonna talk about it. If you're a first-time listener, running Triz is a safe haven for emotional, mental, plus spiritual growth and all that other kind of fuck shit. To all my real niggas in the field, I don't believe you. But time being, until we figure shit out, protect your spiritual handline. Yep. And to our queens, don't be selfish. For real. Wait, nah, we're telling them to be selfish. To be selfish? I'm talking, yeah. I meant to say, to our queens, be selfish and don't sacrifice your spiritual edges. For even, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, it's a habit. You know what I'm saying? A habit. I meant to say be something. You know what I'm saying? saying? My mind just between. My mind just between. To our queens, listen, bro. That's the third time on this podcast you referred to me with some forty and slips. I ain't slipping shit, nigga. I ain't. I ain't slipping all fall. I got you. So don't, don't, don't. Even if you nah, nigga, nigga, I ain't slip shit. That's the last time you gonna refer to some Floridians, Floridian slips while nigga speaking. What I said, I said when I meant it, and ain't no other uh, connotations or indications of anything I say. I say what I said, and my name is my name. I respect that. And to my, to these bitches, be selfish. Don't sacrifice your spiritual edges for no nigga. 
Get your spiritual toothbrush and let your universe, let whoever's universe, let whoever's ledger is in peace. I don't give a fuck at this point. Do what you fucking want to do. If you don't want to listen, I don't care. You got to care. Yeah. I don't care. Make a mistake because your ass going to be right back in this podcast. Y'all niggas know where to find us. So do whatever the fuck you want to. And you know you're going to. You can pray to whoever, God or crystal, you, whoever, Mm -hmm. and do your thing. I I hear complaining saying that we shorted a pack on um, Leo's. Too fucking bad. Guess what? <laughs> it's Virgo season. So now what? My nigga, speak to these Virgos one time. Yo, big shout out. And, and, and mixing that birthstone one time, whatever the um, fuck it is for August, man. I ain't even fucking feeling August, by the way. What's wrong Talking August? about a selfish ass motherfucking month. I was rolling high. Big numbers this, this year, nigga. And the August came around. <laughs> yeah, 2021, I was rolling big numbers, nigga. I was doing numbers. Uh-huh. August rolling around, fuck my whole shit up, dog. I fuck up the whole re-up, dog. The buy money gone. <laughs> My money gone. Frank is looking for for two keys, dog. Right I now, got, I got the five G's on the two keys. Fuck, Frank ain't gonna do to me, dog. Yeah. I got fifteen minutes to come up with. Fifty thousand dollars. Fuck, nigga, all this nigga, Omar, he blowing my fucking line, nigga. Well and he know where to find me. I know everybody in the motherfucking city know I'm washing <laughs> dishes at this bitch, nigga. And y'all want me because of fucking August, nigga. I was doing my motherfucking thing, bro. Mm-hmm. I was I was MVP this season until August <laughs> rolled around. <laughs> And y'all niggas want me to care about some Leos, bro? Speak to these uh, motherfucking Virgos one time, dog. I ain't got hope for nobody no more, nigga. Speak to these Virgos one time. Yo, <laughs> shout out to the Virgos, man. One thing I really hate about the fucking Virgos is the fact that they never ask for help. Niggas is addicted to struggle, or at least looking like they struggling. Like, yo. Ain't Nas a Virgo? Yeah. Mm. You got that song Luda, right? Yeah. Bro, we gonna skip these Virgos, dog. <laughs> I skipped the Leos. Y'all think, y'all, nigga, y'all think I won't skip the Virgos too, nigga? Why you gotta disrespect right. the Virgos? The Virgos disrespected me, nigga. I was doing my... I was up. So I was the, big up. So just the month of August, Virgos. Say, tell me what we see what we can do, man. Right, well, I'm not... I, I, I definitely close on that. I'm expecting major comebacks in September. Uh-huh. If not, season's greetings, my nigga. If September don't show me love, I'm going to be moving like I'm in 2022, dog. You gotta, I don't man. give a fuck, bro. I'll blow off the rest of this motherfucking year, nigga. <laughs> I'm already in 2022 if September ain't fucking with me, dog. I'll jump from September to it January. The, I, was, I don't care, bro. It was just the rough I don't August, care. Man. That's the thing, though. I don't care. We can go from September's to January's in a moment's notice. But for the time being, thank you for listening. You could be doing anything else in this world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate you. What up to the twilight high? What up to the low heads? Run a check and run a motherfucking fade. If you love Tristet, support Tristet. I appreciate everybody fucking with us and holding us down in our short hiatus and shit, trying to figure some shit out, getting our energies together, come back, do our motherfucking thing. So in light of that, keep liking, keep commenting, keep sharing on social media. Drop a little rating if you fuck with us. Drop a little review if you really fuck with us. And as always, our most valuable form of currency is word of mouth. Mm. So my nigga, mm-hmm. run your motherfucking Yo, mouth. Run your mouth, my nigga. fucking on it, man. Niggas run your mouth, bro. Real tight lipped around when running trips. Yo, speak your mind, bro. Run need your to mouth. Shout this shit, nigga. I need niggas fucking lungs hurting, nigga. Run I need niggas need to inhalers when running run trips in the building, nigga. running their mouth so fucking much, man. I need y'all niggas talking about this shit so fucking much, dog. You don't got no spit in your mouth left, dog. Dry Speak mouth the whole fucking day. Run your fucking mouth, man. Speaking of tight, bro. Come on, get up in there, little nigga. 
your brother-in-law approached you about his marriage roles and uh, you ain't mentioned Trissa? Come on, B. You ain't running your mouth, nigga. You don't care about a happy home. You feel what I'm saying? They say a happy wife, happy wife, and that's your motherfucking sister. And you uh, ain't dropped Trissa's name in that mix, brother. Uh, your sister is married to that nigga. Uh, your brother-in-law came to you for help. Right and you ain't and you ain't introduced that man to Tristan, my shit. nigga. Change that man life, dog. Uh, introduce his ass to the real while the real here. You get a, Go speak mm. to him, dog. You went to school for six motherfucking years, <laughs> became the licensed therapist, and you taking these niggas' lies in your hands. You ain't mentioned running Tris once. Speak to him, niggas man. is this close to fucking death, and you over here talking about healings it. and shit, nigga. Running fucking Tris, run your man. fucking mouth. Y'all niggas is real quiet, dog. Y'all mm. taking this shit a little too for granted. Mm. Like, we really won't just... Let me get one more time. Look, my nigga. I see the restaurant that you report to every motherfucking night, dog. I see it, B. And you the bus boy. Uh. Cleaning dishes off the tables, right? If you really a bus boy, uh-huh. then bus boy. Bus. You know what I'm saying? It's running Tris, my nigga. It's your restaurant. It's Tris set. Running run, your, run your fucking mouth, run your my nigga. Run your fucking mouth. Every table you come to before you dip, I said, my nigga, look. <laughs> I know what y'all niggas need. I know y'all niggas got a full belly. Uh-huh. Fill your mind too. I got some uh, chicken soup for the. <laughs> my nigga. I don't give a fuck about nothing no more. I'm a bus boy. Well, guess why I'm finna bus boy? Running Triz Podcast. My nigga, run your fucking mouth. Your shit. Tell your plug about Triz Set and help us jump that motherfucking algorithm. I wanna say a special shout out to the blind and visually impaired. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I didn't even think about. Uh, we have listeners mm-hmm. that every time we speak, we're painting pictures and bringing delight to their world. Oh, word? We want to let y'all know that we appreciate y'all. Y'all niggas ain't missing shit for real. For real. Especially in this month. All I see is disappointment at this point, so I'm mm-hmm. right with y'all niggas. You feel what I'm saying? Big shout out. <laughs> that hurt, dog. <laughs> that was a real heavy... <laughs> Big shout out to all the college B words and N words, our little niggas that's just uh, making their way to university and yeah. dorms and adjusting, getting down with campus life and all that. Realizing and, all the freedom. And y'all have. brought a stress set with y'all to campus. And mm. We appreciate y'all little niggas. Real shit. All my niggas that's upperclassmen about to graduate, getting your shit together, bro. Keep your hands to your motherfucking self. Mm-hmm. You made it this far in your college experience without violating shorty dog. You got one more year, bro. Be cool. Keep your fucking hands to your fucking self dog not because we're telling you to because you know in your spirit it's the right thing to do yeah shout out to all the waste staff that listen to us while they're doing their side work you feel what i'm saying shout out to all the bus boys that's really bussing yeah shout out to all the motherfuckers that had a crossroad in life trying to figure out what to do next feeling unsure about the next decision because you're over here overthinking about the decision after the decision you even made yet in a state of motherfucking confusion Look, Slime, do what makes you happy and let your hair grow. Because at the end of the day, anybody can hate or love whatever you do. But you did it, so be happy with your decision. Take risks, but don't be stupid. Take chances, but don't be quick to jump the gun. Get familiar with the burner before you take a shot. But shoot, I'm going to repeat that. Don't jump the gun. Get familiar with that motherfucker. But don't wait too long yeah, don't be to shoot that motherfucker. You hear what I'm saying? Shout <sighs> Can we back? We done? We almost there, man. We not, we not done with the podcast then? Oh, nah, nah. We got to. Damn, bro. When you got 30 minutes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired, if bro. You, if you want, I could fill in the next five minutes. Spend, um, um, uh, 
I don't want no more J Mills bars, dog. I, was gonna give I don't you, want no more J Mills bars, bro. I was gonna give you a Busters versus Pascavasia. What last thing I want to hear some Busta rhymes? What up to all the B words and words non POC and OGs tapping it every motherfucking Tuesday? Y'all know it's OPMs and OPP vibe check. What's going on, bro? Speak to me, man. Yoda, yoda, yoda. This vibe check is sponsored by Heartbreak. Read this. Uh, read this, Jones. For to my uh. Let me say his name? No, 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 don't say his name. Uh, hold on. Uh, you know who you are, nigga. Uh, in his words, y'all niggas know what it is. Black background, white text. My rider died, got pregnant from some goofy, and became an op. Life ain't what it seems. Focus on yourself. Fuck everybody else. Niggas and bitches mad because they want your spot so bad. The nigga who wrote that on IG... The best way I could describe that nigga is the Gucci to my Waka Flocka. You feel me? He's Gucci. He's Gucci. I was I was Wak. That nigga taught me how to rap for real. He took like because I had bars. and Oh, shit he's like the that. one I stole Stack Mundo shit. Yeah, okay. that, was my, that was my main man's pots and pants for one of my best friends. Squad up. I saw that Jones and I blinked and I because t- I had to look who put it out because I thought it was me. I thought one of my Lucys got out. You feel me? So I'm reading this shit and I'm like, yo. This sounds like a motherfucking excerpt from uh, the book of the book of Low. You feel me? I'm saying, I'm listening. This is at least chapter twelve. My man's is going. <laughs> my man's is going exactly. Well, not exactly, because in my opinion, shit was worse. But my man's is going through a similar situation. I was going through where somebody you thought was yours, you know, got pregnant by some other bozo, and now you look like the wildest bozo. You feel me? But the difference is um, between my situation and his situation is I ain't have nobody for real. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm, wait, 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 what you mean? Because we was both figuring shit out. So we didn't know how to, like, we didn't know how to process that situation. We didn't know about healing and moving in positive directions. So. Oh, because he's, he's saying focusing yourself. Yeah. Okay, boom, I'm listening. Boom, boom. So me going through a similar situation, shit I could laugh about, you know, it's no laughing matter for my nigga. This shit is still, it's still raw. Yeah, for sure. As raw as it can be. As raw as it can be. So I'm listening. You know, I hopped in this genre and then I asked him a question. I wish the nigga asked me for real back when I was going through it. I said, hey, bro, how you healing with all this shit? You feel me? You asked him that? I asked him that. Okay. He said, how you healing? My nigga responded back, big gas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm talking to I'm talking to my man, and, you know, it left from a conversation. We chopping up. We reminiscing about old times. He breaks down the situation for me. And then I'm happy to, I was happy for that moment to be able to take my man's minds off things for real and lead him into a different direction, give him advice, talk to, talk about shit. Cause you know, a nigga really went through the same shit and my man's right here, he's way more advanced in life than I was at the time. You know what I mean? And I would hate for this setback to be what holds him back from reaching his next for level. For sure. For sure. I feel that. That being said, after having this conversation and seeing that my man's is processing this information, this heartbreak, all this bullshit is happening the same way. My man's is 30, 31. But seeing how he, he handles it the same way I would when I was like 25, 23, lets me know that, yo, every nigga is a heartbreak away. Yeah, for sure. I say, yeah, I say all the <laughs> from, time, bro. From all that emotional intelligence, all that emotional growth that we preach about, bro, nigga, every, all that shit is out the window. Bro, every nigga is one phone call, one text away from major setback, bro. And that's where you really, like, who you really yeah. are, who you really, uh-huh. um, the nigga underneath everything that makes you feel good about yourself, now it's decision time for him. Mm. That's who you really are. Mm. When it's crunch time, when it's clutch time, when it's jug season, mm-hmm. when it's time to figure some shit out, bro. G shit. 
So I wish my nigga the best, man. This shit fucking sucks. I know it does, bro. But this shit's only gonna suck for now. G shit, you gonna be laughing about this. Y'all know that. Shit. Nah, it's only gonna. You G- don't know that. <laughs> G- <laughs> like, I thought my shit was gonna last forever, nah, dog. Nah, I don't know. The wallows was deep. Twi- twi- I'm just playing. Yeah, nah, going, man. This shit ain't gonna like, last forever, man. This shit gonna hurt. Me. This shit gonna hurt for a little bit. You gotta manage it. Yeah. You gotta treat these emotional wounds like a physical wound. Uh. God forbid you walk out the crib, somebody swipes you. What about chats? <laughs> Takes a chuck out of your shoulder. Yeah. You know what to do. You got to bandage that motherfucker up, rest, mm-hmm. clean it up, Yoda. heal. Yoda. I'm saying the same thing emotionally. My man just took a hit. So puff your big ass, yeah. <laughs> clean your wounds, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And focus on healing, bro. Yeah, get yeah. your shit together, my man. And that's it, man. That's real shit, bro. But uh, that's your vibe check? Yeah, my vibe check, I guess, is something similar. Um, not a... Uh, what would you call that? Not a, a such a tragedy in that capacity, but... Yeah. Um, August has been a real rocky month for a nigga, man. Just, August. August has been real, just terrible, just terrible. Um, overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, stressed out. I'm always tired. A lot to deal with. Coming from all different kind of angles. A lot of pressure. And um, I used to think chaotic times called for chaotic measures. <laughs> Used to? Oh, no. Yeah, I, used, right. I used to. I used to. I definitely used to. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's not something I want to live for or live with or live by because ain't nothing really fruitful in that. I feel that. Because even if I know in times I'm not living right, that's not an excuse to let my bullshit fly and shit. So mm. even in times that's chaotic, what's the answer to do? I guess try to. I don't know. But in times where... I'm trying to organize my thoughts in a way that I can even make sense of what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. I listen to Little Brother. What drama? This week I listened to Chitlin Circuit and um, made a Lord Watch. So I listened to one of the earlier shit. Ain't you made a Lord Watch the last time? Yeah, the okay. newest shit. I don't even, I ain't even do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to the Listen, I didn't listen to Get Back, I didn't listen to Metro Show. I just listened to Chitlin Circuit, listened to Made a Lord Watch. All I got to speak on now is shit happens, right? Mm-hmm. Shit happens or will always happen, but what the fuck am I going to do about it? That's the real answer. Not that that's the question. The answer to what to do in chaotic times is what the fuck am I going to do about it? Mm. Okay. You can't harness, you can't control chaos. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole point of it being chaotic. You got to ride that bitch out. So as I don't know the answer besides what the fuck am I going to do about it, just acknowledging that certain circumstances are out of my control. In the meantime, all I can do is keep my composure until shit smooths out. As much as I hate it, sometimes I feel like being mature is like handcuffs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you want to lash out. Sometimes you just want to go on a rant, say some dumb shit. I'm saying get out a few niggas, put a few bitches in their place. Yeah. But as much as I would want to turn heel, I know what I got going on is bigger than what I feel at this very moment. So keeping my composure, that's the only thing you can do. That's the answer. In chaotic times, keep your composure. Keep it tight. I ain't sell that. <laughs> Don't tell me I keep it loose too. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You keep shit tight. That's how you get whiplash. Sometimes yeah. you gotta keep shit loosey-goosey, bro. Just hold on. And hold on for dear life. Keep your composure. Ride the shit out. Take opportunities as they come. Pray for the worst. Not pray for... uh, Prepare for the worst and try your best. And that's it. That's we're gonna figure this shit out. And like I said, if September ain't treating me right, twice in January. Come on, we still... Y'all got- niggas in October. October... October's your birth month. Skipping the birthday now. Nah, I don't be, care. I celebrate for you. I don't care. It's my bro. birthday. Right, when y'all niggas in November, I'll be in February. Come on. That's how I'm treating them, bro. My best foot forward, man. At least, at least, at least. And I'm keeping my composure, man. At y'all least Boogie will be in October. Is. Regardless of what's going on, y'all niggas know what it is. Some niggas that literally made nothing out of something. Tris said, We are the bad boys of this podcast shit. The brand you can trust. Raising the crime rate every motherfucking time we drop. Big flexing with emphasis. Uh-huh. And. What's that? What's that? I think I smell a quote to Tris by, bro. What's that? You smell that? You, yeah. you brought in a quote to Tris by, bro? Yeah. Talk to me, man. Episode 123. You got a quote to Tris by? Quote to Tris by, episode 123. Malcolm is coming home. Malcolm and D came home. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm and D came home, but <laughs> Malcolm came home and I had to take a couple weeks off the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm still in one piece and we're going to make this shit rock. Y'all niggas know what's next. You come to running words of encouragement. What up to all of the niggas and bitches checking in every Tuesday to catch a vibe with two niggas who play the underdog but are ready to bite anybody? The Running Tris Podcast. No cut, no filler, just two cousins, giving you your fix, fronting you a sack to make it through the week, consistently week after week, after week after week, after week after motherfucking week. You are a fiend, and you are appreciated. This week, Trisette has requested that I speak on, pretending. Look slime. Hate it, or love it. Because there is shame on both sides, depending on who you ask. So fuck it. It is better to choose a side with a polarizing opinion. Than to pretend like you give a fuck. When you really don't. Choosing to be neutral, when it goes against your true feelings. Will only create conflict. Food to one man. Can be poison to another. So. Protect your motherfucking neck because they are lurking. Who is they you may ask? They are the ones whose opinions sway with the seasons and convenience. Saying whatever they think will sound good in public. Whether in casual conversation, or on social media timelines. They will love you, then hate you. Then love you again if the opportunity calls for it. Stay away from these ones. Stay alert, and stay dangerous. And most importantly, never bet against the set. Running Triz is a form of community service, and will continue to serve faithfully, so please support Triz Set, as we provide that high-quality content you expect each week. Get better in tune with the infinite with the Running Triz podcast. Now, here comes the drop. You have to run trips with us one time. Man. No. I can't fuck with you. <laughs>
Catch it. I can't. I can't take it. We We get down. We run Tris name. Say Tris name. Tris name. Tris name. We run Tris name. Tris name. Tris Nathaniel to you. time of the podcast you about to show love show reverence for those who are no longer with us those who have influenced this black culture this rap culture this beautiful thing called hip-hop and my boy my firstborn cousin lo noel about to bust off an rp from the one time so who you got play boy yo duh who you got play boy today we are showing love to gregory edward jacobs uh-huh known in the hood as shock g Born in New York City, my man spent most of his childhood moving around the East Coast before his family eventually settled down in Florida. Tampa, to be exact. Pinellas County. Yeah. yeah. We had Pinellas County on yeah. lock, nigga. Yeah, we had Pinellas County on lock. Why? Well, y'all niggas know what it is. Y'all niggas know what it is. Yeah, that's the police department by the... You see it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> check, check, check the cemetery, too, nigga. Yeah, you want your name in those obituaries. <laughs> my man was a drummer, one most talented... Um, at his junior high But after his family said Yeah this Tampa shit is for the birds We're moving back to New York Relocated to Queens And as also a result of his parents divorce He traded in his drums for a set of turntables And discovered hip hop Mentored by his cousin and his homeboy He got the name Shock G And after returning to Tampa less than two years later He went back to high school But dropped out to form Master Blasters A DJ crew that featured three DJs And four MCs And they would perform at house parties and shit like that Do shows Yeah That is a running theme of niggas doing that shit for decades I ain't even peep game dog I, I thought uh we was doing something innovative. Ain't nobody ever thought of this. Everything going cycles, the same shit. For real, for real. Um, eventually, he captured the interest of a program director at a radio station who'd offered him a spot on the station. My man was 16 at the time, dog, DJing on a major radio station, but he was fired after he let a Funkadelic song. Damn! Whatever. You know, Kevin Hart. You got five for Funkadelic? <laughs> yeah. Because it was a five minute song slot and he played all 15 minutes of the song. <laughs> Hey man, if y'all go kick me out, fuck it. I like yeah. nigga style, man. I'm like, that's real, that's real, like, yeah, that's I like, real shit to I, get I like his over. style, boy. So, my man, after that, he got a job at a, um, a music store and eventually self, eventually taught himself how to play piano. Eventually, he got a degree at Hillsborough Community College where he studied uh, music theory, and that's where he met Kenneth Waters. They began performing together, eventually, forming the basis of Digital Underground. Which was a very wild rap group, man. My man found moderate success as a solo artist and a music producer until he dropped his biggest hit, The Humpty Dance, off the album Sex Packets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit uh, hard, right? Uh, yeah. And what's wild is niggas didn't even know Shock G off the app. Like, listening to that song, niggas thought that was Shock G. Not, yo, that's Humpty, this is my alter ego. Yeah. That's who got big. So now. Because I'm big, I gotta I gotta humpty it up a lot. Yeah. Boy, that uh, this was just like a fun one yeah, song. Niggas was throwing waste. <laughs> <laughs> niggas was throwing waste to that song, yeah, boy. Man, for real. Uh, There's one of them um old I won't say Ed Lover. 
He was dancing that shit. My man throwing waist, dog. <laughs> niggas, shit was, shit was different. Boy, in the boy, 90s, niggas, dog. niggas was grooving, boy. Shit, niggas was really moving. Niggas yeah. wasn't afraid to be on the dance floor. Throwing waist, dog. <laughs> If y'all niggas don't know what that mean, man, look it up. Look up footage of um, just your MTV raps and the Humpty dance and watch niggas throw weights. Yeah, niggas was dancing. And niggas was having fun, too. Man. That's how them niggas got, got your mamas, man. Got our mamas, too, man. Nah, our, our peoples was throwing copa. It's a little Hold different. On. It's a different type of waist. Hold on. Hello? Hi, this is Jess Sober, and I'm calling on a recorded line for... Uh, fuck on my line. I don't know what the fuck that was. Why they calling me now? You ready? I saw um, it said 757. I'm like, who the fucking VA? I'm gonna fuck with a nigga, but I ain't paying. <laughs> my man Shock G yeah, produced. I gave her some Humpties, dog. Fuck him out. Fuck him out, man, bro. Humpty the fuck off my phone, man. Speak to him, bro. Yeah, my man Shock G produced Tupac's breakout platinum single, I Get Around, as well as guest starred in the music video. He also produced So Many Tears on um, Tupac's Me Against the World album. Yeah. Appeared in a few movies, a few TV shows, like with a lot of 90s rappers. Started getting less recognition for his raps and things of that nature. On April 22nd, 2001, Shaq G was found dead in a hotel room. It was announced in June that it was an accidental drug overdose. So a big rest in power to... Transition. We're gonna do things a little different this week. You know, it's a QA episode. I wanna say this is part five. Uh, yeah. Part five in our interview series, me and my cousin. Um so we're not doing shout outs this week because we have so many pre-gaming topics that will be in the vein of hate it or love it. Yeah. So that's gonna be the trade-off. So right now I think it's time to pay some homage, bro. You got your wallet on you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, Wally. Alright, let's pay some homage, bro. I got two versions. I got two versions. I got Outcast. I got Danny Brown, and I got Frank Ocean. Ooh, uh, let's do Danny Brown first. Danny Brown, Triple X turns ten years old. Party with songs like "Party All the Time," "Adderall Admiral," "Die Like a Rock Star," "Pock Blood," and and I smoke. Not the best album to drop in 2011, but this is the best album that represents that underground rap block era in 2011. From the voice to the beats to the lyrics at the same damn time, this is top three hardest hitting introductions I've ever had to a single artist, bro. I don't know what even... I want to say it was recommended to me somebody said, yo, you got to peep Danny Brown. I'm pretty good. But I listen, I think I, I think I put you on. Yeah. Bro, what niggas felt about Young Thug in 2013. Is what you felt about Danny Brown. Is what I felt about Danny Brown in 2011, dog. I, like, that shit, I w- I've never experienced that level of confusion in my life, bro. <laughs> I didn't understand it at all, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was so, like, it was, that has to be what suburban white kids felt. In the 80s, listen to NWA. Mm. Something that's so foreign but so exciting, mm. some also unfamiliar, but it grabs you, bro. This motherfucking tape, Triple X had me in the chokehold until tears came out my eyes, bro. Yeah. Sleeper. Mm. Sleep put me to sleep a few nights, bro. What the fuck we say about Triple X, dog? 30, yeah. bro. Danny Brown, this is a. This is, um. Bro. 
Me and Twy is on the road. First time I'm hearing Danny Brown. And the first track he plays for me is Blunt After Blunt. And I'm listening to this nigga scream and I smoke. And I wasn't even smoking at the time. This nigga grabbed the seatbelt. Yeah, boy. I wasn't even smoking at the time. But I said, damn, what? Kush got a nigga feeling awesome. Ate that bitch pussy till she squirted like, like a dolphin. dolphin. Yeah, man. And I'm like, yo, who is this? You like Danny Brown. I'm like, Danny Brown doesn't rap like this. Because this is the first time I've heard Danny Brown's deep voice. I couldn't hear what he was saying because of the delivery of it. So this is what opened my door to realize Bro, this how genius. fly that um, that high pitched Danny Brown. For those who never listened to this album, don't know what Danny Brown. Danny Brown, he literally used he has his regular voice, mm-hmm. and then he has this weaselly high pitched high pitched rap voice. Mm-hmm. But that shit was so weird, but it hit so hard, and the mm-hmm. shit and the nigga was saying like this album sounds like Danny Brown was born on a holiday, mm-hmm. but not the calendar kind of holiday. The Styles P in a bad mood kind of holiday. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like it this, was so menacing yet so fun, dog. This album sounds like Danny Brown is ET who landed in Detroit, <laughs> and he became best friends with a party promoter who's addicted to Molly. Come on, ET, eat these little Mollies. Th- this, this album sounds like a cautionary tale of what too much Adderall could do. Well, his toes is gone. <laughs> this album sounds like the first nigga who like crushed the pillar snorted it. <laughs> Yeah. Like this shit was crazy, bro. Like top to bottom, Monopoly. Just the uh, I still don't even know what that sample is. It sounds like the car starting up the breaking all these free codes. Thank bitch, mom. Like cool ranch Doritos. Like when you first listen to the album, it don't even sound like he's really. It sounds like he's he's making fun of himself. But the shit that he's saying is not a fucking joke. Yeah, this is real shit going Like, on. I was young as hell. Well, I was, what, we were 20, 21 when this album dropped. We were 20 when this album dropped. Yeah. And it could be because I was young, but I don't think I ever heard a nigga be as honest. As Danny Brown? As Danny Brown. But look at Danny Brown. <laughs> yeah, because he was saying shit I never heard a nigga talk about. He dressed like, like no one. My man yeah. was walking around before he got his teeth fixed. For sure. Niggas, niggas know Danny Brown now. That's a wholesome, you know. It's, and even songs like... Party all the time. Uh-huh. Lyrically, that's a Drake ass song. Yoda. But he was saying some wild, even a party all the time, he was like, saying some wild shit. Man, this bitch party all the time. My bitch party all the time. That's the first version of Hotline Lee. Yeah, this true. bitch is always out, dog. Yeah, you used on. to call me. Nah, no this more. bitch party all the time, party man. All the time. Um, Danny Brown is like um, playing the Twister song at the end of the movie, dog. Danny Brown gave up drugs, got his teeth fixed, got a haircut, man. Danny Brown is a nigga, if you first time he goes to a rave, and at the end of the night, when everybody's coming down from rolling, mm-hmm. you talk to the nigga and you realize he went to Ivy League College. Yeah. And you're like, bro, what the fuck happened to you? Life, dog. I saw the truth. Yeah. <laughs> what are them niggas? And I got addicted to Molly ever since, man. Yeah. Shit. I'm still smart, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Let's do Outcast. Damn, nigga. I remember what you said. Okay. So, Outcast. So, I got two versions. So, I got Idle Wild turns 15 years old. With songs like Morris Brown, Peaches, Mighty O, Chrono, Metro, Phobia, Hollywood Divorce. Mm-hmm. And I got 18 Aliens that turns 25 years old with Two Dope Boys, Babylon, Mainstream, Over the Woods, 18 Aliens, and Me and You, Your Mom and Your Cousin Too. Rolling on a ship on Vols, Growing up, slamming Cadillac Dolls. Don't, don't which one you want to do first, man? Uh, that's because I spent less time with it. Let's do Idlewild. Top. 
Honestly, I did not spend. I spent more time with the movie than I did with album. So if the soundtrack, talk about the moment, talk about the moment. Outcast was dropping a fucking movie, man, and this shit was dope as fuck to me because it was like a real deal musical mixed with hood elements. And I'm like, and not only is it they're dropping a movie, it's a period piece. Yeah. So both these niggas get to act they ass off for real. I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I love the movie itself. I love the sounds of it, but it never compelled me to go peep like the Idaho album. And the, the movie's better than the album. The album, um, I listened to Italians first and mm-hmm. Idlewild second, and they're damn near polar opposites of each other, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's very, I'm not going to say sad, and I'm not going to say disappointed because I already said that in the episode, mm-hmm. but it's blatantly obvious where they were in each other's lives at that time. Ten years apart, right, mm-hmm. between the two albums, and it's like day and night. 18 Aliens, these niggas was in tune with each other. On point, you know what I'm saying? There was no distance, man. They probably no distance. Both the these time. niggas are playing point guard. Like they, they the zone the, the fuck in. They wrote songs together, right? Mm-hmm. Idle while I don't even think these niggas were in the same studio for the shit the way it sound. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they probably weren't for real. It just sound like two niggas just said, "I did my songs, you did your songs, make a track list, throw some skits on the motherfucker, and then call it a night." It sound, seems right for like the sequel to Speaker Box of Love Below when you think about it. Because they both dropped Solo Johns. Can't, the shit don't even compare, though. There's some great songs on there. Solo, but the energy is not the same, man. I really hate it. I Outside still, of Hollywood Divorce. I still that's, fuck with Mighty O. I'm saying, what well, that too. Mm-hmm. Th- those are probably the strongest. Yeah, those two Johns. With them both on it, that's mm-hmm. probably the strongest, too. But I will say the skits on this motherfucking album as as Atlanta, as Atlanta gets. <laughs> uh, you can make an album using the skits from both albums. And figure out what it's like to live in the South, living out in Georgia and this shit. 18 Aliens is two niggas acknowledging the way they living ain't right mm-hmm. or the way that it should continue. So they're trying to figure shit out. That makes sense. Um, you can see the growth, especially compared to, I, I don't want to say young-minded, but like... Definitely young-minded. Young-minded, immature, uh, naive at times. Southern Playlistic, absolutely. It was it was just... Yeah. Yeah, these and this mature. and uh, AT Aliens was them acknowledging that. I feel that, especially with the young mind aspect of the last album. But is that the same thing? Um, growing and wanting to grow is that the same thing? It's not the same thing. Yeah, I feel like a Quemini is them growing mm-hmm. to the people that we know them to be now. AT Aliens was them wanting to grow. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if it's the mindset I'm in now or if I'm projecting my own emotions onto the album. When I was listening to this week, mm-hmm. I kept having a, a feeling of dread. Like a real overwhelming sense of dread throughout the songs, like damn near like apocalyptic type shit. Oh shit! On certain songs and how it's playing now, it could, bro. It could just me be projecting and shit. But mm-hmm. yeah, I really felt them on those songs, just trying to figure shit out. You know, not knowing what's next, dealing with the unknown. How old are these young boys? Probably like in their twenties, twenty, maybe, maybe actual twenty. When probably twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. They put a lot of game on this motherfucker. For real. For sure. And this album is as Atlanta as it gets. All right. Last but not least, Frank Ocean. Endless turns five years old. We got Higgs, UNITY, Weather, Alabama, Slide On Me. And we got Blonde turns five years old. We got Nike, Solo, Sky 2, Ivy, White, Ferrari, and Knights. So, my nigga, what can we say about either album that we haven't said in 124 episodes? 
I forgot what song it was, but I was in the middle of doing work. The bar I thought I heard was so wild that instead of me rewinding the song back, you just called it again. I just called try to figure out. But Frank Ocean has a bar where he says, move a nigga out his mama's house. That's a power move. That's right. I was working, so I was listening with a distracted ear. So what the bar I heard was, drill a nigga in his mama's house. <laughs> Which is also a power move. That's a power move. <laughs> so I called Twilight, like, yo, Frank is, <laughs> Frank, yeah, is it's, it's Frank is talking big shit on this yeah, album. Shit, talking man. about making power moves in niggas' mama's houses and shit. <laughs> hey, hey. So I had to like, nah, that's not what he said. And I'm like, bro, I heard, him, I heard him say Close it. Close though. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Which one of you niggas sucking dick in the parking lot? That's why I get. <laughs> Hey, alright, if, 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 alright, listen, if the question is which nigga is sucking dick in the parking lot, uh-huh. Endless is raising his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless, bro. Yeah. Um, and I mean that joking, of course. It's not like, it ain't super, like, super on that, no homer. But, um, well, I mean, what the fuck, bro? We, we don't song praises. We praise both out, like, what the fuck we said this for? Three years straight? Yeah. <laughs> Since, since the beginning, we've been praising these albums. Uh, Endless, Endless is like, Endless is like the perfect science project. Mm-hmm. Very experimental, experimental little pieces and ingredients and elements and thrown in together. Um, Sanford's on there, mm-hmm. Jasmine Sullivan. What the fuck do we even say, bro? Honestly, um, Endless to me was a lot more confidence than Blonde. For sure, for sure. But of course, they're both timepieces. I assume Endless was what Frank Ocean was going through now. Endless was what he was going through on his way to get to where he's going. I love Blonde. I said this, I think, last episode. I love Blonde, but Endless, I, I, I relate to him more. Songs like Higgs. I'll be back Heartbreak on there, boy. Like Frank is talking his shit, man. Higgs is probably my one of my favorite joints on there. Bro. Also, like, this straight is up. endless. Endless will forever have a special place because to me, this is the G off album. This is the album that. Oh yeah, Frank. Jug season. Jug season. The fuck? Fuck. fuck. Was it the Best Buy Target? Was it Best Buy exclusive? <laughs> yeah, you ain't never seen the Best Buy exclusive ever since. <laughs> yeah, this is back when um, Death Jam and them niggas was. Um, what they was doing? There was uh, Apple Music uh, two weeks, yeah, two weeks or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frank, Frank Ocean put a put a swift stop to that. You ain't seen that shit in five years. Like, uh. He still ain't catch the check. <laughs> for real, for real, nigga. If you sixteen years old, you even remember that back in the day, um, nigga, when niggas dropped album, they were exclusive to one app. When you yeah. even when you say that now, it's just wild, ain't it? That's a nutty ass idea, but that's what's happening. You mean to tell me I'm in Target, nigga? Why the fuck do I gotta go to Best Buy? To get this album Some shit with Spotify exclusive Spotify exclusive Title exclusive Apple Music exclusive Jay-Z gave you a damn album With a phone A Samsung exclusive <laughs> Yeah Yeah And high key That whole Streaming wars thing Spawned the beef yeah. And led to a man's uh, Mental break now Yeah Five years ago 
Oh, shit. Shit crazy, ain't it? It really is. Everything in retrospect. As far as Blonde's motherfucking masterpiece, shit sound like love. Man, y'all niggas know what it is. Fuck y'all. Yeah, fuck y'all. What, what, what am I even doing, dog? Let me stop being <laughs> sentimental and shit, nigga. Fuck y'all, nigga. Y'all niggas know what the fuck we on, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say some wild shit, but I ain't gonna say it, man. We got some other albums on drop down in the absence. Uh-huh. Problem drop, coffee break, Lil Yachty drop, birthday mix six. I don't know what the other five was. Mm. Don't ask me. Designer drop three the hard way. I don't know about the other two. Yeah. Don't ask me. One the hard way. T Y Savage dropped water and Gary. China dropped drug opera. R I P. Iggy Azalea dropped the end of an era. Amen. Suicide Boys dropped Long Term's Effects of Suffering. I'm feeling it. K Camp dropped Float. All three. <laughs> all three Greedo drop. All three in a key. He free? He ain't free, man. Oh, it's, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that well, It's not posthumously. It's posthumously. Pos- pos- shut your fucking mouth, bro. That nigga's saying. Nah, he's still here. Okay. He's still here. Don't even put them words in the air. I'm at post It don't matter what you said, nigga. Vibes Cartel dropped Born for This. YNL. 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 Why ain't I'm thinking about some old shit, boy? Ooh, wee. God damn. Some shit you ain't. Damn. Why ain't I? Boy, I ain't just thought about some shit I ain't thought about in 15 years. <laughs> and thank God for the statues and limitations, boy. Broad County niggas, y'all niggas know what it is. YNW Melly dropped Just a Matter of Slime. Trippy Red dropped Trip at Night. Fat Joe and DJ Drama dropped What Would Big Do 2001 or 2021. Atmosphere dropped Word, Side B. Division and Ty Dolla Sign dropped Tears to the Best Memories. Benny the Butcher dropped Pyrex Picasso. And Boldy James and the Alchemist dropped Bo Jackson. <laughs> what you heard, dog? I peeped Boldy James, Bo Jackson, and I peeped Benny the Butcher's Pyrex Picasso. I listen to Bo Jackson too, so I guess. Uh, paint me a picture for Pyrex Picasso. The best way I could describe Pyrex Picasso is the scene in State Property 2 when Dame Dash is talking about crack and he's breaking it down and he's like, you know, I got keys, I got quarters, I got halves, I got $5 rocks, shit, I even got $3 rocks. Mm. This is a $3 rock, man. Pink tops. Pink tops, man. Don't get me wrong, it's still crack, but there's something I expect from Benny and this ain't it, man. The bars is there, the beats is almost there, the hooks was never there. Um... El Camino did his motherfucking thing on this thing. I don't know. I don't know what's up with El Camino lately, but this nigga is on a steroid pack. This nigga was spitting his ass off lately. Always. Always. Like, that nigga be talking shit, man. No West Side Gun feature on this, I don't think. And that kind of makes me sad because I always love it. I love the West Side Gun Benny combo. It's one of my favorites, man. It's a cool little Johns, but it's literally a cool little Johns if you just want bars real quick. I'm not going to really go back and revisit this guys. All right. This is like a uh, playlist pack. Yeah, it's like a little playlist pack, it seems, until like the actual album drops. Okay, pay me a picture for Bo Jackson. All right, Bo Jackson. The best way I could describe Bo Jackson is a nigga inviting you to play Russian roulette. He puts a big-ass, dirty, hairy revolver on the table, mm-hmm. and you seeing him put the bullet in, he's like, all right, I could do this. What are the odds if I win? And he goes, I give you 20000 man. You take one shot. Cash? Yeah, 20000 cash. Cash fee? Cash. You got the money on you? Right now. I if I just bust one. Hmm? In the air or, or what are you talking about? Nah, Russian roulette, V. Oh, yeah, yeah bet. I'll one, take two. Put one bullet in, spin that revolver around. Yeah. And yeah you all say, you got is 20. That's a, you I'll say, take 20 a shot. Yeah, that's all I'm like. You say 20,000? <laughs> yeah, nigga, load that bitch up, dog. <laughs> 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 My 
life on the line. Leave one of the motherfuckers empty. It's a six shooter. Put five bullets in the motherfucker. I was more dead anyway, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Bodhi Jackson took big fucking risks on this album, and every one of them paid fucking off. Yeah, something about the marriage of Alchemist Beats and Bodhi Jackson bars is always gonna be a incredible, bro. Like that bitch was like brown stew, mm. brown stew chicken at the at the mm. yardy spot, boy. You taste it, yeah. Shorty came on your neck, give me attitude. Just give me my brown stew, and my mac and cheese. Man. And she's not even tripping about the ice gravy. I don't give a fuck. I know, I know my food <laughs> gonna be good. That's how the shit like. If I had to paint a picture for this album, mm-hmm. this tape sounds like when my cousin Lona Well was talking to his cousin Nathan. Nathan being twelve years old, Nathan asked him if Twice his real cousin for real. Low says, "Yeah, Twice my cousin on my father's side." At twelve year old, Nathan asks, "Is Twice good or evil?" I didn't even know how to answer that question for real. This is how this motherfucking album sounds. <laughs> This is how the, I'm, the reason why I say that because me finding out that Bodie James is Chuck English's cousin from the Cool Kids. <laughs> so shit. Is he that's, what, that's what the motherfucking album sound like. So bro. you're Nathan, Chuck is me, Bodie James is you, or the other yeah, one. Yeah, that yeah, for sure. Like on point, man. Uh, this is probably his best Griselda release. Yeah, uh, the Beast was up there with Alfredo. Shout out to Alchemist. Al snap on this shit, boy. Um, uh, Diamond Dallas was Stove God. Yoda. Diamond on the Stove, 36 O's. Come on, I took the pot was and went shit, gold, man. The track that surprised me the most was uh, Diamond on the Stove. Yeah, man. The Jazz with him, um, Freddie Gibbs, and, um, and um, Earl, I believe, was on that Jazz. Yeah. Shout out to Was fuck- that Earl? Was it, it was. Think about thinking about something more. Was that, I don't know if that was Earl. Let me double check. Oh, I could be tweaking, bro. It's been a long week for you, bye. It was uh, Rock Marson. Yeah, Rock, it was Rock Marson. Rock Marson had Marcy third verse. Yeah. Yeah, it was Rock Marson. I'm thinking about the um, Freddie Gibbs, Currency Jones. These niggas, man. Yeah, because Currency said that shit. Uh, what he say? Um, I love my money. I raise it like some children, bro. And then Freddie Gibbs said, man, fuck the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, fuck them fucking kids, bro. Well, it's something about what's wild to me is to me, I consider Boldy James, Freddie Gibbs, and Currency the best sounding niggas. Earl, of course, Earl, but these three niggas the best sounding niggas on Alchemist beat. And Alchemist laid them with the perfect beat for these niggas to get they get they swag off for real, man. These bro, niggas Alchemist is moving like Phil Jackson out this bitch, bro. It's ridiculous. All the pieces, all the types of high caliber rappers that he know mm-hmm. in the mix with, bro. I ain't got enough fingers for it, bro. And all of them are blessed with amazing beats. Amazing type niggas, bro. Again, I was going to say something super disrespectful. And I'm just going to keep it fucking moving. Transition? Bird talk. Take one. On the well. Yo, dog. This bird talk is inspired by... Lil John's, uh, my little sister sent to me. That had me really laughing for real, man. All right, let me read this to you. I went on a date with a lady a couple weekends ago. Unfortunately, I had car troubles and wasn't able to drive. I did tell her, and she said it was cool she would drive. On the way to the date, we stopped at the gas station, and she asked if I would get out, pay, and pump gas for her because she didn't want to. I told her no because it's not my car and not my responsibility to pump or pay for her gas. Was I wrong? Sucker. Are men still pumping gas for grown-ass, able-bodied women in 2021? 
I haven't heard from her since the date, but that's fine because this is just an example of entitlement because I think females have the mindset they expect you to beg them to take them out on dates that you expected to pay for. Get the fuck out of here. I don't agree with it, nor am I doing it. I don't beg anyone. Am I wrong for this thought process as well? Yeah. Yeah, nigga, you, <laughs> well, the, bird. you, you, you the bird. You the bird nigga, man. Fuck you talking about? I don't know. Niggas, some niggas is allergic to keeping a player, though. But you know what the funny thing is? Niggas, this, this bitch don't like that. I'm treating her bad. Somebody figured a way to flip that into blaming soy food because they say, yo, soy laden foods and seed oils are two of the biggest contributors to low, low testosterone. <laughs> niggas is bitch made because they got too much soy in their bodies. And I thought that was the funniest thing I keep ever. Telling niggas, stop eating corn. Stop eating corn, man. Stop eating corn, man. That high, uh, high fructose corn syrup will take you out. But none. Why niggas so bitch made nowadays, man? Oh, simple shit. We not even asking, like, this shit made no sense to me. Like, okay, in the basis of the story, your vehicle is down. Shorty says it's cool. I'll come scoop you up. On the way to the date, Shorty says, yo, can you pump and pay for the gas? My nigga, you was going to tickle your own tank anyway, I'm pretty sure. So what's the issue? I've never had the mindset to struggle with a Shorty for pumping gas. Is that like, is that... Even with Miles Dudes, like Miles Dudes taught me at a young age, like, yo, my nigga, you gonna pump this gas. It's a shorty, bro. It's a shorty. I didn't even know it was a struggle, like, for real, dog. Until I want to say I was a kid in the city, man, I seen some pregnant shorty pumping gas in the middle of the winter, and nigga was bundled up in the front seat. <laughs> nigga was bundled up in the front seat. And I might have, like, yo, this shit fly for real? I ain't never seen no shit like that. I G shit remember, um, not even making small of it. I was telling Reza this, um, I pumped gas with some shorty, and that introduced me to a new type of struggle because, you know, I took out yada, yada, yada while I was pumping gas for her and a whip. Shorty was so, I guess a nigga never pumped gas. He thought it was some bitch made shit. Shorty was so intrigued by me pumping this gas, like this little struggle shit that off the rip, she was already turned. She ready for whatever. Is the bar really that low, my nigga? They've been saying it since we was just, dog. Mm-hmm. The, the turn of phrase is chivalry is dead. It is dead, though. Niggas ain't trying to be chivalrous, but it's not that hard. Like, I do a lot of dickhead shit, but yeah. at the end of the day, I'm still a gentleman. I feel that. Like, straight up, like... Is it buns? <laughs> Is it buns to be a gentleman? It's Nigga. never buns. That's called keeping a player, dog. You're supposed to be a man about your shit. Then not a man be a bitching and griping and crying about... Wow, like, bro, just, either you do it or you don't do it. Don't fucking ask why you... Nigga, just fucking do it. It's a woman. At the end of the day... Mm-hmm. I don't care what this little dumb bird has done. Yeah. She is still a woman. What she does on her own accord reflects on her. Ooh. What she does mm-hmm. reflects on her. What you do reflects on you, dog. So at the end of the day, like, niggas don't understand, oh, this bitch did this to me, yada, yada, yada. So I'm, you, know, you ain't got to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Keep your composure. Keep it playing. Do what a man's supposed to do. That doesn't take away from... What you don't do because she's a woman takes away from you. What that bitch does doesn't take away from your manhood. And as simple as that. Are you supposed to pump gas for every shorty of your life? Wait, what's the question? Are you supposed to, <laughs> <laughs> Are you supposed to pump gas for every shorty of your life? If we're at a gas station, yeah. I'm the one pumping gas, yeah. Okay. I feel like there's tears. I I mean I don't see I don't see, can't think of a scenario where I'd let a woman, whether my mama, my mm-hmm. sister, my girl, my niece, a cousin, mm-hmm. maybe one of the cousins, like Nidra, if Nidra's pumping gas, I'm gonna pump, I'm gonna yeah, like, <laughs> get your ass off. <laughs> I'm letting Nisha pump on gas. Yeah. By side of that, like, is the same thing when um, walking Shorty to their car. Mm-hmm. When Shorty gets home or gets somewhere and it's dark, mm-hmm. going out to the car and bringing her ass in, that's lost with these new niggas, bro. Wait, what? Say that again? 
when Shorty pulls up uh-huh. and it's nighttime, uh-huh. as in you can't see that good, visibility is low, uh-huh. you walk out the crib and meet Shorty and bring her ass in. Yo, scary out there, B. So, nigga, you a man is you a bitch. Yo, I can see Shorty from the window. That's what, and, and, <laughs> and that's what's wrong with these niggas. Niggas, niggas is bitches, bro. Nigga, you like... <sighs> You're holding an um, ESTG, right? Yeah. ESTG. Yeah, he had an interview. Yeah, he, he had an interview talking about everybody gangster until it's time to slide. Mm-hmm. Right? Every nigga claim to be a man until it's man shit. Yeah. Providing, mm-hmm. protecting. That's too much for a lot of niggas, man. And I don't want to hear what bitch niggas got to say. If you can't do that's and, and, and when I say provide, it's not tricking. Yeah. Providing and protecting. At the end of the day, regardless of what that bitch does, in scenarios where she could get hurt, that reflects on you, bro. Mm. Protect, provide. How you see your woman get home 3 o'clock in the morning and you watch her from a window, sir? How you drop shorty off 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and as soon as she, she out the whip, you pull off? Yeah. Like, no. what, like, what hell of shit is that? How the fuck you walking, so you walk into a post office, you see 67-year-old woman about to walk in, you want to hold the door? I don't give a fuck how far away she is. You want to hold the door, man? Uh, she got it, man. She's like, strong. Niggas, strong you know what I'm saying? If that makes you feel like a big man because you disrespectful, you're like, oh, fuck that bitch. All right, but she's going to catch up with you. I'm a firm believer in that, sh- that kind of shit going to catch up with niggas. Nah, G shit, though. That shit is, I, don't, I don't really like I that shit. For, that shit, I, that shit is so man. lame to me. I ain't, I ain't know it's going to trick you like that. And if you not going to do it, uh-huh. just don't do it and shut the fuck up. Don't no. How you gonna not gonna do some shit and crying bitch about it? Talking about a, yeah, yeah, fellas, you get it. This bitch wanted me to do something extra. Like bro, that is another ass hill to die on. Yeah, when you think man, about get it, the like, fuck hey, face, look at bro. me, I bitch made. I'm gonna die on this bitch made ass nah, hill. Bro. I feel that. I ain't trying to get none of that. But I'm gonna call you out your name, and then that's what. That's that very talk. Alright. Transition pre gaming. Pre gaming. So when keeping line with the hater the lover theme, yeah. pre gaming. Over the weekend, Kendrick Lamar posted that he is leaving TDE, uh. posting a farewell note. Uh-huh. I'm going to read it in his words. KDOT says, I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and my family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators. As I continue to pursue my life's calling, this beauty and completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I've prayed for you all. See you soon enough. Hated 11. I love it. To me, this sounds like a man finally at peace. As someone who's a creative man, I understand... How tortured it could be trying to create things. And when you feel you got to a point where, all right, my work is done and this avenue. And, and it's not even saying his work is done. He's just saying like he's done with TDE for real. He's moving on. And I think this is like a step towards uh, we getting 
executive Kendrick, you feel me? Sort of like how Hov retired from rapping for a little bit and Hov played the executive role. I feel like this. With PG Lane doing his thing, with his cousin doing his thing, with the visual teams doing their thing, I think this is what he, his new focus is on. But I think, like, he's a rapper at the end of the day. You can't stay away from it, man. I don't know if that's true. Wait, why you say that? I don't think any rapper has stayed away from it, man. When you're a spitter and you're old, you publicly. can't. Hmm? Publicly. Publicly. Mm. You, 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 you don't think you could publicly say away? No, not the public. I'm talking about putting out music, producing music, creating music. That's what I'm saying. You can't. I, as a creative man, bars get stuck in your head. You might find a beat. Boom, 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 boom. You don't know where inspiration comes from. And now you want to record. You want to put music. You could be stagnant for a minute, but I always feel like there's bits, uh, bursts and spurts of inspiration, especially if you love rap. I definitely love this. Uh, Kendrick was 23, he said, when he dropped ADHD in the video. He mm-hmm. said he was 23, right? Mm-hmm. And they had just turned 34, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, even reading over this note, the word choice leads me to believe he's been reading scripture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as an artist, I understand the feeling of wanting to be creatively independent. But one thing that is very um, low-key kind of troubling mm-hmm. <sighs> Where he says, I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone. These are occurrences so far away from each other on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. For love to disturb your comfort zone, loss, and grief, Mm -hmm. what's going on? It sounds like somebody in a period of isolation who doesn't want to be bothered, man. He cut everybody off. I don't know. When you get like that, like for real. He's saying he's grieving. For it to disturb his comfort zone. How would it, this doesn't sound like someone that's choosing solitude. This mm-hmm. sounds like something happened and he was forced to deal with something while the world evolves around me. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Sounds like something very traumatic has happened. Maybe. So maybe something has happened in his life that's kind of spurring and showing him that he needs to be a man on his own rather than being the young boy on the top. Okay. K-Dot's only a few years older than us and they go months without a phone. So think about what can happen in your life for you to go months without your phone. Mm. It have to be some wild shit for Some real. super wild shit has had to, had to happen. Or you just don't want to talk. You don't want to deal with anybody for real. Bro, think about it. Think about what I just said. Mm. What would happen... For me not to want to deal with anybody. For months. Not a couple days. You always have your phone in your face. Mm. 24-7. What would have to happen for you to not be by your phone for months by choice? Something crazy had to happen in this nigga life. I don't life. know if that's a bad thing, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel if that's a bad thing. So you think something good happened and he just said, fuck the phone, fuck up my mind? I don't know. Maybe it might be, you know, people say, like, you're a slave to your phone. Maybe he thought he was a slave to it. I really don't. Him abandoning his phone, I don't see, especially someone of his status. It's not like a regular nigga working a nine to five or some shit. It's a nigga who don't need to work. Mm-hmm. I don't see. So you think about the comfort zone part. That's what and that's what I don't understand, especially when he says love, loss, and grief. Because I understand how loss and grief can disturb your comfort For zone. For a nigga that's not working a nine to five yeah. and he's well off, mm-hmm. what could possibly disturb his comfort zone? You have everything that you ever want. So what's happening? It's the love that throws me off. Why would love disturb your comfort zone? That's what I don't understand. Like unless he's in a period of isolation and he just fuck? had a jet. He did. Maybe the shift in dynamic in his life. I'm not sure. I'm ready to hear the album so you can put me on for real. I think that this next album is going to be the one. Mm-hmm. K Dot hasn't dropped a dud yet. So for this to be his last TD album, mm-hmm. it's going to be like the towers falling all over again. <laughs> sure. For something to disrupt his life to that extent, mm-hmm. it's either going to be really, really good 
or really, really, really bad? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I can't see it being bad, man. I'm not talking about bad in quality. Mm-hmm. I mean bad in subject matter. I understand. Well, hearing that uh, track that him and um, Baby Keem got at that event, I will park your ass. Yeah, I will. I will. Best believe I will shoot me the fade. One of you I want to fade. Fuck you, nigga. I want to fade. Next, hater, love it. Posthumous albums. So a few days ago, I saw um, they said one of one of Pop Smoke's friends, close friends, mm-hmm. said he has no more unreleased music left in the vault. Good. You said good. Mm-hmm. I've fallen between posthumous albums, but lately I can't think of one that was up to par that made me want to be like, "Yo, this shit, this shit is really rocking for real." Everything. It's, when the artist is not there, unless the track is complete. You trying to puzzle piece songs together and arrange songs together without the artist's intent. It's empty, man. So I don't like... Like, the first John's, it was more complete. You could tell it was more done. But now you're just struggling to grab the Lucy's. You're looking for stems and shit like that. I hate shit like that. Like, it doesn't... It never sounds good. So posthumous albums, you hate them? For, yeah. I, I can't think of... I'm trying to think of one right now, but I can't think of one off top that I'm like, okay, this shit is fire the whole way through. So Anderson Pack, he put out... A picture of a new tattoo he got mm-hmm. And the tattoo says When I'm gone Please don't release any posthumous albums Or songs with my name attached Those were just demos And never intended to be heard by the public I agree Unless you got a complete album Like on some David Bowie shit I'm not interested in hearing A nigga take skeletons And try to make a body out of it for real Without the artist No matter who the artist is I'm gonna listen to it but I haven't so I'm, heard. I'm, so again, I'm asking you: you love it or hate it? I hate it. No matter who the artist is, mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen to it. I haven't to this day. How I haven't ha- heard. So you hate it, but mm-hmm. you gonna you gonna still listen? Yeah, it, this might be the one to change the game. But I have I can't think of a posthumous album to this date that I'm like, all right, this shit is fucking wild. Circles, uh, Mac. Yeah, but he was alive for for a majority of the album. Is what I'm saying. Like a lot of times, we haven't gotten anything since. Big picture. The big picture, Big L. I looked up a list of uh, five songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just had Exodus. We saw how that turned out. Yeah, the Gangsta album that was possible. That, that was the year before last. I want to say whose album? Gangsta. Were those new tracks though? I don't know. Especially when you when Gangsta is a is a rapper and producer, it can make sense how you can make a dope album when it's just y'all two recording. It's not like you got a nigga who taking random Lucy's. Like this, these are year old recorders. So when it comes to love it or hate it. Even though you hate it, you would still want them to come out. That's oh, my listen, question. I don't care if they come out for now. I'm not checking for posthumous albums for real. So let's say one of your favorite artists dies. Mm-hmm. Would you not want another album from them? Would you not want whatever's in the vault from them? If it's completed. Like, let's say you died right before your album dropped or something like that. I listen to it. I want that album because I know so, this, so, is the, this is the artist's intent. So God forbid Hove dies mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want the album. I want the album. And if it's trash, I'll be writing my point of why I hate posthumous albums. Okay, honestly. Okay. Hate or love it. The Coke culture during a blog era. Coke, co- cocaine, not cola. Me. Okay. You saw my eye twitching? Cocaine. So I was watching an interview Kid Cudi did with Zane Lowe when he was dropping um, Man in the Moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Man in the Moon 3. Very recent interview. I should have specified that. Yeah. And he was talking about the troubles and darkness he was going through, depression, when he felt like he felt the scrutiny of people, you know, calling him a cokehead, mm-hmm. 
looking in a certain way. He felt embarrassed and ashamed of himself because he was dealing with that addiction, right? Mm-hmm. That's 2009 to 2010. Yeah. You remember that time, right? Mm-hmm. Speak to that time. What do you remember? I remember um, almost losing Cuddy, man. This nigga was always drunk somewhere, falling out, fighting... Um, Fighting paparazzi on a constant basis. Fighting fans. Fighting fans. You couldn't get next to this Cuddy and you're thinking to myself, like, yo, this was the nigga who gave us the first Johns. This nigga turned into such a dickhead. Like, this was a nigga who could hear my deepest, darkest struggles, know the pain I'm going through with the depression and shit like that. But this nigga's an asshole for real. Not you remember knowing- the slander? Hmm? You remember the slander? Uh, you gotta remind me. You remember people slander- slandering him? I remember niggas talking shit. Niggas not fucking with Cuddy for a little bit. Yeah. While they call him a cokehead, dickhead, something like that? I do remember the beefing because um, that's when um, Wale dropped, I think it was Competition or some shit like that, off his um, oh, yeah, More yeah. About Nothing. No, was that More About Nothing? I it wasn't. Yeah, More About more Nothing. More About Nothing. You dropped Competition with my, some dope it, uh, mm. My nigga. Yeah, he did say that. Call him a cokehead. Yeah. 2011 comes, mm-hmm. and a certain artist is getting praised for the exact same type of subject matter. Mm-hmm. The Weekend. Hate or love it. The double standard between the two. Love it. It's all about imagery, man. And it's all about how you're promoting yourself, for real, man. Weekend made Coke look cool. It was artsy. You didn't see the damage of it. You saw the tears. You saw the big blue lights. You saw the bad bitches crying with their makeup smeared. That was the aesthetic of the Coke lifestyle. Cuddy showed the realism of it. We took the filter off. Mm-hmm. Niggas is mad. Niggas is gnashing their teeth. Wouldn't it be kind of the opposite? Mm. For people to relate to the real or what's actually more no, relatable? No, niggas. Me, if your life is in shambles, dog, I'm not going to relate to a nigga whose life is in shambles, too. I won't be like that, especially but, but if nigga, it's... But niggas listen to the podcast. You said what? But niggas listen to the podcast. But we're not an exact portrait of the bullshit that niggas is doing. We're, we're an old photograph. You got to shake that bitch, you feel me? It's, <laughs> okay. not, it's not a self-reflection. Niggas, niggas ain't looking in the mirror. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a mirror. It's a photo album. It's, it's a photo album, I mean. Gotcha, gotcha. So, like... And, there was nothing. You know what's so not So you're cool? saying the weekend made it sexy. Yeah, the weekend made it sexy. You put the lights on it. You put the glitter on it. Blinded by the light. You feel me? Okay. You know what's not Can't cool? Can't feel my face and shit. Having a line on your face, dog, falling out and then- Crying in the bathroom. Crying in the bathroom and niggas uh, taking pictures. You got wild red eye. But yeah. one thing that's interesting that people love Cuddy for what he was doing, except mm-hmm. when it came to confronting the, ca- the cause of it. Because he wasn't. But you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody loved- Everything else about what's, what he's going through, how it's pouring his heart out and all that, except when it got to, oh, you do coke? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, can't you tell from my fucking music I'm doing? Niggas, you can't see the air quotes. Niggas wasn't doing coke. You feel me? Coke was not cool. Until a year later. Until a year later, bro. When a nigga put a soundtrack to it. To this day. Hate it or love it. Wait, just, it. Just, just the two, the, the double standard. Hate it or love it. I love it. Why you love it? Because it shows how fickle niggas is for real, man. Niggas is quick to talk shit, but if I love you and I like what you're doing, it's easy for me to pull that shit to the side. I do the same shit, man. And that's why I love it. That's what makes us human, dog. We could be hypocrites. I like some shit. I don't like some shit. How much of that shit weighed into why we lost Mac Miller? Damn. Probably a lot of it because niggas saw this nigga downward spiraling, but they gave him the cutty benefit of a doubt. So you still love him? I accept it. He passed, but like, it's it's a very sad thing, but... Hopefully that shows niggas can bounce back from that shit because this shit kills you for real, man. Niggas is dying. Niggas continue to die. I got a friend. But I can't take away because I was a part of the culture as well, not the co-culture, but promoting this shit. So I got a friend that um, two days ago, mm-hmm. anniversary of his death, I want to say seven years. 
Overdose? Yeah. Mm. And this is someone that I didn't even know he was in it until he passed. Until, until he passed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So uh, the reason I hate it is because when it comes to double stands like that, more of a reason for people to do their dirt in the shadows. And when people go in the shadows with their addiction, a lot of times they don't come out the shadows. So scenarios like the weekend, mm-hmm. um, I don't think anybody would had any big fear of losing the weekend because yeah. he was able, he was given the privilege of being upfront and embraced for what he was going through. He you know wasn't judging him for his shit. Exactly. So even now, I saw an article. He says he claims to be sober light. Mm-hmm. Sober light meaning the only thing he does is drink sometimes. Smoke weed sometimes. Mm. No harsh shit. That's what's up. That's a big change because, but gee shit, that's the story of a lot of niggas we know, dog. A lot yeah. of niggas is running sober light, dog. A lot of niggas is running on that medium tank for real. And, and we're talking about niggas we knew back in the day. A lot of times the the, the, the like common thread is that they were able to be public with it. Mm. So you think being judged is what spurs niggas to, to wild out for real? Comfort zone, Absolutely. Think about how easy it is for you to stop doing something that you don't want to do no more because you're able to be open about it. Yeah, I feel that. Able to talk about it, able to find a support system if you are struggling. Mm -hmm. If you know if you even bring it up, that nigga's going to give you the... Nigga's going to condemn you as soon as you open your mouth. Keep your fucking mouth shut. You feel lonely and shit, and that's only going to spur the uh, addiction. I feel that. Next, Hater 11. Tyler Creator versus DJ Khaled. I'm going to play this little clip. You tell me what you think. Is that part of the whole Khaled thing? Like, you felt like at the time when that conversation happened? Bro, that Khaled thing was like, it was fun. It was just watching a man die inside because the under the under, the, the guy that, you know, the weirdo was winning. I was moonwalking in a wig. This nigga had everyone on his album. Everyone. So, but, but, but it's to the same point, again, isn't it? About like, not understanding what's again, happening. not understanding, like, and he wasn't wrong. Like, I'm not in the barber shop. I'm not at the club. I'm not did it skinny. I'm not in the back of the Maybach. <laughs> right? And he's not wrong. But like a piece of me really didn't like that at all because it's like man, I make I make rap music. I love rap music. I make music, but rap is my thing. It was it was already making alternative rap. So for some guy like that to kind of indirectly be like that ain't real rap. That ain't real black music. That's what it felt like. And I was like, my nigga, don't, don't do, but I didn't say nothing. I just let that number one speak. And nigga ego had to deal with that because his whole identity is being number one. And when he didn't get that, that sat with him longer in real lifetime than that moment. I moved on. I went and did some shows. We went to London. Cool. Didn't think about it. That sat with him because his whole identity is we the best. We the number one. When the underdog to him took that away from him, Nigga, ego was deflated. He'll probably never admit. What you think? I love Tyler talking his shit, man. This is what this nigga should have been doing, man. And it seems ever since they gave this nigga a Grammy for most urban, <laughs> the most, the, the, most, the most niggerish, yeah, the most niggerish nigger in the room. That nigga really been speaking his mind and getting a lot of shit off his chest for real. Um, I see a lot of truth in what Tyler is saying. Tyler is alternative rap. Alternative rap don't really get radio play like that, man. You don't see it in the clubs. Niggas is not um, selling products to alternative rap beats for real and shit like that. But they are now because they always have. have. They always have. Yes. So the thing that the it's thing not that popping, I love what Tyler said, but I hate the circumstance. Talk to me. So the shit that Khaled did a few years ago when uh, Tyler got number, number one, one album for Igor. What Khaled said was some real hater shit. Yeah. Because I'm thinking to myself, 
My nigga, you got hot again through fucking with Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Was Kala thinking that the killers and drug dealers was on Snapchat getting them hot? Or was it the kids that like social media, the kids that like Tyler the Creator that thought she was funny? Yeah. It was the kids that motherfucking turned this nigga into a meme mm-hmm. that got Kala hot again. Like, I know Kala. I'm from Florida. I'm from my culture. So when Kala makes these albums and these songs, he has niggas like me in mind. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get you hot again in 2015. No. I'm not the nigga that got you the commercial with beats. Mm-hmm. You think you think Apple gave just... you the commercial because Twa loves you because you, you got Beans and Jada Kiss on the song no, in 2006? Was... No, it was the kids. It was the social media presence. It was the kid, the kids that it was kids like Tyler the Creator, the social media presence, the kid that turned you into a meme that ushered you into a part of pop culture mm-hmm. that got you hot again. And mm-hmm. for him to shit on the next underdog. That shit was wild. But he didn't understand it because he didn't know that the kids ushered him in at the time. Or he didn't want to acknowledge it. For your lack of self-awareness, mm-hmm. ain't mine across the bear, my nigga. Yeah. What so, you do reflects on your character at the time. And for him to do that was whack. It was. G shit. Point blank period. You can have a nigga can have the all excuses in the world just because you like self self awareness. Self awareness. What the fuck that supposed to mean to me? And that's why nobody like, niggas back. rooted for you at the end of, at the end of the motherfucking day. I've always rooted for DJ Khaled because I know where he come from. He was the underdog, mm. and for him to go to another underdog and shit on him, yeah, that shit ain't popping. What does that say? That nigga thought he was bigger than he was for that shit ain't popping, and that's where humility comes in. You think so? Nah. Because like Tyler said, I don't think he so, probably man. never admitted. But I'm saying, like, I, but I mean, like uh, shit like that, I don't like it, man. Like, don't forget where you come from. That's the most bold and easy, um, the most bold and easy statement to comprehend. Mm-hmm. Don't forget where you come from, bro. Mm-hmm. You was the nigga sitting next to Rick Ross in the beginning of the Every Damn Hustling video. Nobody yeah. knew who you Nobody was. Nobody knew who Gallo was, bro. Skinny. I'm saying outside of the Shotters movie, nobody knows who you was, bro. Mm-hmm. Nigga was standing next to White Clef in the Shotters movie, holding an umbrella for Fat Joe in the uh, making make rain, rain video, bro. Yeah, like we, like niggas, like me, boosted you up during your first album. Niggas probably like Tyler the Creator, bro. Mm-hmm. Even back then, cause we're all the same age. Dang. So Tyler's one of the niggas that was. Boosting your album when it came out, you had all the hottest young niggas on one album, yeah. and then as you, even when your shit sizzled off, we still supported you, and we was happy that you got hot again. Mm-hmm. And then you gonna shit on another nigga because like he ain't deserving, like he wasn't working hard. Like I don't give a fuck on. how you feel about yourself. You everybody know that nigga makes his own beats. Nigga rice his own rice, make his own beats, top to bottom. You niggas know how Tyler move. You gonna hate on that? See the polish, man. This ain't kid ink. <laughs> I'd be mad if Ken ain't got number one album over me. Nah. I'm hot. What the fuck? Yeah. Y'all niggas listening? But, you know what I'm saying? That shit was corny to me. I hated that shit. Transition? Me and Potato Time. Nigga, where's the meat? Part five, our Q&A series. The last one being episode 86. This is episode 124. Hate it or love it. The games version. Mm-hmm. How you want to run this? Uh, however you want, Playboy. Seriously. I bust it off. You go first. I I broke my shit down into one, two, three, four different categories, my man's for this hate it or love it Q&A. I broke it down into life and times, general life questions. Want to know your opinion on certain Fuck it. Let me go first. You're doing too much talking. I ain't do none of that shit. We can end with some structure. I literally just wrote down some shit. I wasn't in the best mindset when I wrote these. I don't even think I wrote... I think I did more than a number I told you to do. Mm-hmm. So whatever, dog. You gonna answer? You hate it, love it? Then we are gonna deal with it. Talk to me. All right. Uh, I'm gonna repeat again. I wasn't in the best mindset when I thought of these questions. 
Hate it or love it. The concept of the death penalty. I love it because I feel like if a nigga do some shit to get put on, you know, put on death row, a nigga deserve that shit. What if he's innocent? You said what? It's the legal system, dog. A lot of the uh, innocent niggas is locked up, bro. But I'm saying. A lot of what is you saying, bro? You just shrugging your shoulders. I'm saying saying, niggas, there's a few innocent niggas locked up, but I'm saying if you're a serial killer, love that shit, shit, bro. Kill that nigga, man. If why would I give a serial killer some shit, a nigga opportunity to live the rest of his days in solitary confinement? Nah, bust that nigga right there. Okay. The concept of bullying. Uh hate or love it. Man, boy, I'm right down the middle with this shit for real. Um You were just fucking talk. Popping all that shit for death penalty. So fuck these little niggas, man. Bully the fuck, right? Nah. Stay nah. on brand, nigga. You talk nah. popping all that shit for death penalty. Bullying stay on is brand. different. Bullying is different, man. man. These little kids. flopping ass, wishy washy ass nigga. You're comparing bullying to the death penalty? Absolutely. Nah. Um, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing in mind. It isn't. It, it is, though. A nigga convicted for a crime is not the same thing as a nigga Naruto running from class A to class B, dog. It's two I different said the concept of bullying. I didn't say which side was getting bullied. I ain't talking about the one getting bullied or the bully itself. I'm talking about the it's, concept of bullying. It's not it's the, the same, same it's thing. It's not the same thing. A All nigga right. committed a crime. Hate or love it? Uh, bullying? I'm down the middle with it, man. Some niggas decided to get hate bullied. Hate it or love it? Uh, I guess I'm going to have to hate it then. You hate bullying? Yeah. They hate the concept of bullying. Yeah. Mexicans? I love them. I'm saying these cool individuals, man. I work with a few of them jobs. Uh-huh. My man's is always ready to party. What are the funniest? Yeah, all the time, all the time, every scenario, no matter what's going on. <laughs> I mean, you'd be a little too black I'm and white asking, with these jobs. I nah, love Mexicans. Hate it or love it, nigga. You can't hate it or no, love it, something directly. There's you know, no sometimes in a in a song title, hate it or love it. I can't. Uh, I love Mexicans. All right, you love right. Mexicans. Yo, the- all right, next, hate it or love it. Getting older. Um, damn. That shit hurt. Uh, I love it. I love it for real. Um, wisdom is definitely a part of it. I know how to navigate through certain situations instead of going down spirals of self-destruction. It's a lot easier to deal with shit for real, especially based off life experiences. I'd hate to go through certain things all over again. So I love it. Not knowing if God is real for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hate it or love it. I guess I can, I love it, man. That's the whole point of faith, for real. Because faith is fun. Faith is fun. It's my ass. You got to have faith. What do you have your faith in? That's what I fucking thought. So you say you love it? You love not knowing if anything is wrong? It doesn't bother me. Okay. I don't have existential crises based on this. Uh, the hip-hop is dead movement. Hate or love it? I hate it. Shit is corny for real, man. Hip hop is not dead. The shit you was just listening to is dead for real. Shit is moving forward. It's always gonna be changed in hip hop, and even then, shit always cycles back and forth. Hate or love it? How easy it is to gain weight. <laughs> I hate it, man. <laughs> what you mean, dog? What you mean, wolf plate, dog? <laughs> I, I, did, I did about thirty burpees, bro. I did about a hundred jumping jacks, man. I ran up and down the block. You, you tell me, me I lost a gram of fat, my nigga. You tell me that if I eat one plate of grill to fall asleep, yeah, it fall asleep. Thirteen to fifteen miles. <laughs> I do. I, I sprint the block in a in a in a in a whole um, garbage bag hefty suit trying to sweat and dehydrate myself. I come back hit the scale, nigga. You lost about three four grams, dog. But if I wake up in the middle of the night and have me a, a motherfucking rocket I, icicle pop, yeah, three or four pounds. Now my chin's all mushy and shit. Can't even look at myself. <laughs> you said hate it, right? I hate it. 
I hate it or love it, knowing your hair will turn gray. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to have to say love it. I hope my hair turns gray. Mm-hmm. I pray it turns gray, V. As opposed to the alternative of being strict with the bozo, dog, and have a layer strip straight down the middle. The bozo? Yeah, be just hair on the sides. Are you talking about the uh, well, the, the George the, Jefferson? The George Jefferson. I, you give me a head full of gray hair, I'm chilling. That hair goes turns gray too, dog. I mean, I don't. So you want to keep it? Yeah, I'll keep it if it turns gray. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to gray with the bozo. Okay. Okay. Uh, next, hate or love it. Type of beats. Type beats, love it. I'm listening. I got some real freestyles off the type beats, man. Type beats fit the mood. It makes it so much easier for YouTube rappers. A lot of your favorite fucking SoundCloud rappers blew up off somebody's type beat. Facts. Niggas is not going to talk about how Trippy Red was Googling Drake type beats. Niggas is not going to talk about how the baby was uh, was Googling India flute. You, you think Trippy Red was looking up Drake type beats? I know for a fact Trippy Red was Googling Drake type beats, dog. I'm listening. I beg the differ, but okay. Drake, uh, Drake slash Young Thug slash 40, 40 type beats. That was the headline that he typed. Um, I love type beats, man. It really does help categorize the genre of music. You know exactly what to expect. Especially if niggas just really be trolling and typing some of type beat. You listen to it, you say to yourself, such and such would never rap on this bullshit. Facts. It makes it easier. I like type, I love type beats. Hate or love it. Talented industry plants. I love it. Um, I don't give a fuck if you're an industry plant or not. I get mad when you're an industry plant and they invested all this money into you, you trash for real. So if you got talent and you're making good music, make that bread for real. Like um, her, for example. Shorty got talent. She makes good music. I enjoy it. Damn. Mm-hmm. I thought you go. You not you not gonna, gonna throw Shorty on the butt like that? Hey. God damn. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because uh, a few other people were, right? hey, man. That's a talented, that's a talented sh- individual. Shorty went straight to her. <laughs> oh, damn. That's a talented individual. Okay. Next. Creatives on social media. Hate it or love it. I love it, man. You never know what to expect. From the instance when Jay-Z was tweeting um, after his kiss. I ain't talking about that kind of creative. Mm-hmm. Talking about on our level. And niggas like, yeah, I love it too, man. It's a great way to network. It's a great way to display your art, man. Advertise, talk to niggas. Just come into a general assembly of uh, like-minded individuals. I love that shit, man. It's like a big-ass cafeteria for real. And you can see what niggas is on bullshit and what niggas ain't. I love it. It makes it easier. Makes what easier? Um, Communication and see what other niggas is doing. It makes it a lot easier. It gives you a visual for it. Cause it makes what easier? We'll see what niggas is doing on social media. Okay. Emotional outbursts. Hate or love it. God, yeah. Right now, I hate it because all my emotional outbursts end in tears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of I'm tired of crying when I'm angry, man. Fuck that shit, especially when I start spazzing on somebody mm-hmm. for no fucking reason. I'm, I'm at a time where I don't even need to have emotional outbursts. Just be my peace and be the fuck out of my way. You said hate it, right? Yeah. Okay. The crime rate in Atlanta. Hate it or love it. Mind you, the homicide rate is up 60% from last year. I hate it because niggas is dying for real, but I love it because niggas forgot what the fuck Atlanta is for real, too, man. This is like a real-ass city. Niggas keep trying to sweep shit under the rug with new constructions and things of that nature, trying to act like, yo. Justification and shit? Justification. Like, niggas trying to act like real shit is not happening out here, so they're trying to, like, you know, put a bonnet or a bow over everything. Of course, I hate it because, like, shit is dangerous for real. But I love it at the same time because it's real fucking life. Do something about it. Next. 
when streaming kills CDs. Hate it or love it. I hate it for real. Um, I love CDs. I love the whole concept of getting a physical in your hand, opening up the booklet, reading the credits and shit like that, seeing the artwork, appreciating it, adding a CD to your collection and shit like that. Or you fucked around and got the book going through that bitch. Going through, like, I love the whole process of it. If you had the old whip with the CD changer, the six-pack CD changer, what six of these Johns is going to make it in the back of the Johns? These is going to be my six on rotation. But it couldn't be your favorite because you had to keep your favorite with you so you could put it in the actual CD port in the in the, um, in the the center console. I love that shit. Or I hated it. <laughs> I love CDs. I hated the death of it. You hated the death of it. Yeah. Okay, the Tumblr era. Hate it or love it? I love it, man. Titties, 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 nigga. Titty Tuesdays. Yeah, nigga, you mean to tell me every Tuesday it's going to be a new group of bitches with their titties out? Every Tuesday? I just got to go on Tumblr.com? Woo! Okay. Plus the artwork was amazing. Damn, nigga. Plus the artwork was amazing. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, nigga. Titties. Alright, um next. Living a life where things don't come easy. Hate it or love it. I love it, man. Um you need grit. You need grit in life, dog. We see what happens when niggas don't get grit. Niggas is too soft, some shit some minuscule shit happens, you're over here having a major breakdown. Nothing can be don't 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 get me the wrong way. Easy don't hurt, but too easy through for everything, everything just falls into your lap. Nah, you don't develop grit like that. UK drill, hate it or love it. I hate to be this nigga, but damn, because I only like like two niggas, so I guess I hate it for real. I can't say I love it because damn, it's dude. the whole scene. Like I only like like professionally like two three niggas in the UK drill scene for real. The beats is hot, but I'm not I'm not a uh, I'm not a big fan of it for real. Okay, that's bold. I like Skepta, I like Stormzy, and I like um what's his name Convict or some shit like that. Other niggas, it just sounds like. You know, Mary Poppins on a beat, though. Like, okay. Uh, uh, drunk Texan. Uh, I love it for real, man. Some of my greatest adventures was still started off with a drunk text, either me receiving or me sending for real. Um, you never know what to expect, especially if it's a real, true deal drunk text, blackout drunk text. So you wake up the next day and you start seeing how foolish you are. Oh, man. You like that shit? Damage control, nigga. Plus, it, it, it helps you realize who to keep in your life and who not to, because some niggas will be like, oh, this nigga fucked up. You don't owe me for real. Other people, oh, I can't believe you. Are you tweaking for it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I love it. Fake bulletproof vest. <laughs> I hate that shit for real, man. I mean, you look good, but you gonna die looking good, nigga. That shit ain't gonna uh, stop I'm, shit for real. I don't get it. I don't get the concept. It's a trend. I don't, shit like that makes me want to try it out. Put some plates in your shit, my nigga. <laughs> It's like a test, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like I, I get the aesthetic, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's too dangerous. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I could never wear a fake bulletproof vest. Could be like, oh, oh shit, oh twice, pow. Yeah, I don't want to get wetted yeah. down. I hate that shit for real. All right, meeting somebody born in two thousand one. Meeting somebody boring. Meeting somebody who was born in two thousand one. Hate it or love it. Hate it because it reminds me of how old the nigga is for real. When I think about certain shit, you make reference to shit because you're thinking like they're a peer and then somebody fuck around and say I'm 20. You know I'm 19 years old. I, I yeah, was born in 2002. Hey, bro, remember remember um that episode of fucking um, A Million Ways to Die? 
You're trying to explain that shit to him. Or you remember Scarred? Ultimate Warrior? You try to explain this shit to him, and they're looking at you like you smoking dust in front of them, dog. Where the foil at? <laughs> like, for real. Thought Scar, bro. I was just talking about Scar the other day. For sure. Like, and you're trying to explain this shit, like, because when you think about it before, um, when you think about it, before niggas was hella sensitive. Jackass. We had a lot of wild shit on TV. Yeah. Like, niggas was really wilding on cable television, bro. We was wilding right out. Right, uh, right, right with the after them. school, yeah. Movie remakes. Hate it or love it. I hate it for real. Um, a few concepts is dope for real, but for the most part, a lot of it is dated, especially when a remake doesn't match up to the original. Or you're wondering because some movies are so perfect to begin with, why would you even try to remake it? Like, it's a dope movie to begin with. What's the point of coming out and try to eliminate it for real? That being said, lately there have been a few remakes that I'm like, okay, y'all niggas really doing your thing. The, Hall- the Halloween franchise, for instance. Mm-hmm. I really like what they did, especially since they tried to remake the Alien franchise and completely fucked that up, in my opinion. I want to say completely, but I hear what you're saying. But, like, that is a step in the right direction. It was a, it was a miss that I want to say completely. No, I'm not talking about Alien. I'm talking about uh, Halloween. For sure. Yeah, that was a step in the right direction. So, I could say hate it for real until there's more um, actual legitimate remakes. And I'm like, oh, this shit is lit. Deluxe albums. Hate it or love it? I fucking hate you, dog. That's, that's like the third question of my jobs that I have for you, too. But, um, hate it. A real deluxe album is me paying fourteen ninety nine for your album at Best Buy, and you have five hidden tracks on that bitch. That's a deluxe album. A deluxe album is, oh shit, I gotta turn the album in now. It's all good. I'll drop the real album a month later with a few extra tracks. That's what it seems like. A lot of these albums be seeming unfinished, and then you get the deluxe. Yeah. And then you're like, come on, nigga. That's not a deluxe. Y'all niggas is being wild. The last good deluxe I think I can really think of was um, Lil Baby shit. That My Time um, deluxe. Because yeah. My Time was finished. It was yeah. a complete album. And then everything that added to every um, every track that came out. Wasn't we paid on the deluxe? I think so. I think. No, nah, no, nah, we paid was on the original. Jones. It was? Yeah, it was. It was on the original. Jones. But um, but down towards the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm like, that's how you do it. Clout chasing. Hate it or love it. Uh, I love it for real because it's entertaining. From entertainment, from an entertainment aspect, because niggas do a lot of goofy shit for clout. Niggas will really expose themselves. I just watched a video today on the internet of a nigga doing a TikTok of him in a shootout with King Von and him not doing nothing and then pretending it to the rap where King Von mentioned him on a track of him not doing shit. You said what? So it's a shoot he's he's literally narrating a shootout um on TikTok. You know how you could do the like the green screen shit. Okay, so, yeah. So they show like he's showing King Von in a shootout and then showing the camera to himself and him not doing shit in reference to a bar that King Von mentioned him about him not doing shit at the shootout. He took part in that. Yeah, like his shit is cool. Little goofy shit like that. That's why I love it because you expose these niggas. Like, nigga, you was. It's not a good thing. It's not nothing to be proud of. Exactly. You feel me? So I love this shit. Especially when a goofy bird try to clout chase or a goofy nigga try to clout chase. Entertainment. Conscious rap. Hate it or love it. I love it. Um, Ain't nothing wrong with a little consciousness, me. I mean, it's not for me all the time, but for the most part, I could say I became. A fan of rap because it taught me how to rap a different way. So I guess I love conscious rap for real. DJ drama ad libs on mixtapes. Hate it or love it? Love it with a caveat. There is such a thing as over seasoning the soup, my nigga. Be cool with them shits. You can't just have DJ drama drop a bomb on every motherfucking track for real. You can't have this nigga screaming at you for like a five minute rants. Be 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 nice and tight with it, man. Like he how he was doing on Tyler's John. The perfect balance of DJ drama to me is the Pharrell 
DJ Drama Johns. Because Pharrell got his shit in. DJ Drama was light and polite. Got it, got out. Wearing dirty Air Force Ones. Hated or love it. Love it, man. It shows me who the fuck you are for real, man. If I see one of my niggas out here in dirty Air Force Ones, either my niggas having a mental breakdown or that's not my nigga. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is you want? So you love it because I love it because it, it, it's the red flag. You love seeing. Okay, I see who it's you, the red flag. I true see. colors, true colors. Because any poop putt nigga could put on a pair of clean forces. You still a poop putt nigga, but one of my real niggas put on some dirty forces. I got questions, so I love that shit. And guess what? I'm, it's a public service announcement right now. Uh-huh. If I see any one of my niggas or any one of my female friends out in dirty Air Force Ones, mm-hmm. they're coming off your feet and you going home barefoot. Ooh. Saying that shit right now. I'm not putting up with that shit no more. <laughs> Speaking of that, misogynistic raps. Hate it or love it. Oh, yeah, fuck about the fuck over. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. That shit be funny for real on both sides. Well, misogynistic so mad. But um, that shit be funny real. Future be saying some shit that has me cracking up. Probably because it's so outlandish for real. Like a lot of the shit you know would never fly. It's the humor in it, man. You like how extreme. Yeah, I love the extremes of it. Okay, being viewed as a role model, hate it or love it? Uh, I hate it for real because I just should feel like I'm not a role model. I feel like a role model is someone who, from point A to point B, you can follow step for step. I could tell you what not to do, but if you follow me, you're going to fuck up for real. It's not like I'm moving in a certain way that, that a certain other nigga can handle it. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm Reggie Miller. I don't understand the reference, so I'm going to continue on. <laughs> Uh, turn the, the other, turning the shut up, turning the other. God damn, you really fucked me up with that boy. Turning the other cheek, hate it or love it. Nah, I hate that shit for real. I understand the importance of it, but sometimes you just want to shit on a nigga and spaz on a nigga. So, but for the most part, I hate that shit for real. Cause a lot of times I remember that shit, and I'd be like, damn, yo, that nigga probably think I'm buzzed because I forgave him for that bullshit. So, I, I hate that shit for real. Niggas who play devil's advocate. Hate it or love it? I love it. It's good to have um, a different perspective, man. Too many niggas moving in the same direction. Fuck some shit up for real. I like niggas who are contrarians for, for to a point. I mean, I like niggas who think different ways. This shit is entertainment for real. It, it adds to the conversation. It adds to life. Okay. Capitalism. Man, I'm all about a dollar, dog. <laughs> I love that shit. I'm trying to get bread out here, bro. What the fuck you want me to do, man? I'm a capitalist. I uh, I believe in supply and demand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for real, for real, you man. You can't be a socialist drug dealer, I guess. Huh? Yeah, no. Nah, what the fuck? It's, it's, there's, there's no communism when it comes to these packs, man. It's not equal packs for whoever. That is kind of dope. I wouldn't mind putting, like, a Russian sickle on a brick. Like, right, that's how you know keep, it's my we pack. We keep it moving. The Mother Russia pack. Uh, rap critics and journalists. Hate it or love it? I love it for real. I consider myself, I have to be a rap critic now. That's what I'm doing. Um, As long as you're not a dickhead with your opinions and you talk real shit, I love it for real. That's the whole point of rap, man. It inspires conversation. Niggas is talking shit. Niggas see things from different perspectives. As long as you're not in it to be a dickhead and just hate on niggas because you don't like what a nigga is doing, i.e. DJ Academics, some shit like that, I'm fine with it. Internet rants. Hate it or love it? Eh, I guess because I be listening, so I love it for real. It depends. It's, it's more entertainment. It's more stuff me watching, see what niggas is going through, wondering if people is out their minds for real. So, especially if it, the rant is not about shit. It's just some of that shit. Love it. All right, last, knowing this podcast will end one day. Hate it or love it? I love it because 
I'm hoping it ends like Seinfeld, you feel me? And not ends like fucking um, one-on-one. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like it ends with we on top. Well, uh, uh, niggas singing, oh, he's a, a jolly good fellow. Ro- um, Rose is over here crying, talking about you niggas made it to 50,000 episodes. This shit, this shit is amazing. Jay-Z over here, his dread's probably down to his back, offering me some monogram type bud. Beyonce pouring Duce screaming, you niggas really did it. That's how I hope it ends. It doesn't end in a police raid. That's <laughs> why I scream and flush the mic. <laughs> flush the mic. Flush the mic. <laughs> nigga, open the top, dog. Flush the mic. Flush the mics, nigga. Flush the mics. That's all I got, man. All right, man. Oh, you go back to my jobs, man. I said flush the mics. <laughs> You took a few of my questions, but I, I broke it down, man. I mean, I can answer the same thing. Sure, I ain't got the same opinion as you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to break this now. Right, you want to talk about life and times of general questions? You want to talk about relationship shit? You want to talk about music shit? You want to talk about freak boy what, shit? Whatever you... F- All right, let's start it off with life and times. Near-death experiences. Hate it or love it? Near-death experiences? Mm-hmm. Now I hate it. Um, I don't want to be near-death at all. I want to live. You said now? Why now? Because I have a lot to lose now. Okay. So, you loved it back then? Uh, yeah. You know, um, I won't say I loved it, but I wasn't scared of it. I wasn't changing who I was or how I was moving because of it, because I didn't acknowledge anything that I had to lose. Networking. Hate it or love it? Networking. Hate it or love it? I hate it because I don't like mixing with too many energies, especially when... um. Niggas are funny, man. Niggas are full gazing. So I don't like. I I, I I'm torn on it. I'ma still say I hate it mm-hmm. because I don't like be mixing with too many niggas. I don't like being mixy for real. But networking has got me in a mix with some incredible people, men and women, very talented individuals, um, people's perspectives that I cherish, that I honestly do cherish, and I honestly do value and shit like that. So. As much as I hate it, mm-hmm. there's definitely um, a lot of value in networking. Right. Scamming. Scamming? Yeah, how you feel about scamming? I hate it because niggas ain't doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> For real, niggas are doing it right. I feel that. I definitely feel that. Um, it's kind of like the crime rate. Mm-hmm. The crime rate is necessary until we get to where we are now to where shit is damn near cesspool out here. Mm-hmm. That's how scamming is, bro. I shouldn't have scam likely hitting my phone six to eight, six to eight times a day. Like it's it's too much. I feel that because I know you niggas ain't hitting like that. So what are you doing? So it's like auto tune in oh nine. It's everywhere. Yeah, scam smart, not hard, man. That nigga's too hard body with this shit. Twelve. Hate him. No, no, as he step. Hate him, man. Hate him. Straight to the basket. Hate him. Fuck 12, bro. <laughs> Fuck police, man. Advice. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I hate unsolicited advice, mm-hmm. but I love advice. Advice lets me know what kind of person you are. Advice lets me know how valuable your perspective is on earth. And advice lets me know how much somebody cares about me. Yeah. g You trying to say niggas, niggas is out here giving bad advice on purpose? That's also the case, but even a nigga that give bad advice, if I can see that his heart in a good place, he's letting me know how he feels about me. Oh, 
I dig that. Because a nigga like Rip, he could tell me some dumb shit. I'm like, bro, what But the you know f- he's not saying it to hurt you. Yeah, he's not saying it to hurt me. He's just saying it because that's the best he knows. But I, could, <laughs> but I know his heart's in the right place, so that shit like that. I dig that. I dig that. Quarantina. I used to love it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it no more. Um, it was good when it was going good. But this quarantine shit takes away a lot of options. For normalcy and some things I need to be normal because the other way is just not pleasant at all. It's, it's very hard to manage. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't like this shit no more. Okay. Self medicating. Talking about substance? Yeah. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very fine line when it comes to self medicating. I like doing shit when it's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing shit when I'm troubled. Like drinking and shit. Mm-hmm. It's not a good feeling when I know that I'm going through something. So I try not to do it. Like having my shit be for fun, social reasons. And the first part, now we're going to freak boy shit. How you feel about paying for pussy? I've never paid for pussy before. Mm-hmm. The concept. The concept? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. <laughs> I love it because it's letting... I shouldn't love it. Mm-hmm. I should not like. I shouldn't love it. But damn, I don't know how to explain what I want to say. Mm-hmm. All right. So when you say paying for pussy, you're talking about traditional, yeah, porn- traditional, pr- traditional, traditional prostitution. Yeah, and the uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, and tr- in the traditional sense, I hate it because uh, shit's way too flagrant nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, sex work when it comes to that traditional way is most dangerous it's ever been shorties are getting killed left and right shorties are going missing human trafficking all that kind of shit so I hate it but the new version of paying for pussy the virtual ways OnlyFans and all that I like it because it's safe because shorties are going to do it anyway so I rather have the it's like the new version of the the peep show Mm. you know back in the day um, what I've seen from HBO documentaries, you put the corner in, you sit in the room, the 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 curtain comes, shorty is doing what she's doing, and then the curtain closes after a few minutes, and you go about your business. Yeah. Now, you pay your subscription, mm-hmm. shorty does what she does in her own comfortability, her own safety, she gets better, you get your satisfaction, Boom. You go about so your business. You, uh, you sort of answered two questions in that, so paying for pussy, you hate it? In a traditional sense, I hate it in the traditional sense, but you love it in the virtual sense. Exactly. So you answered two questions for me because I OnlyFans was one of the questions too. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Next question: Makeup sex. What is your stance on that, young man? That's a dangerous, dangerous game we're playing. Bro. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's a dangerous game we're playing, man. Because uh-huh. sometimes you feel like you win in a battle, but that makeup sex can make you lose the war, bro. That <laughs> <laughs> makeup sex make you lose the war, bro. Uh, it's a very false sense of reality, dog. A false sense of uh, stability when it comes to the makeup sets. Because if you, mm. you knock the walls in, and you think that, <laughs> you think everything's straight until Shorty yeah, comes. Shorty still resenting you and shit. Yeah, Shorty gets emotional or whatever. It's like, yeah. Lingerie. That's the question. Because love it. You love it? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. What are you saying? No, I was saying it's a question because bitches are saying niggas don't appreciate lingerie. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All different kind of arrangements, textures, designs. Yeah. I love all that. I love it. I love it. 
Please excuse my hands. Um, homie hopping. What's the question? Do you hate it or love it? <laughs> Wait, when Shorty's homie hopping or me, homie hopping? Because <laughs> you be homie hopping? I've, I've bounced from Shorty to Shorty in my early 20s, bro. Hate it or love it? <sighs> At this point in my life, mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. I definitely hate it. I hate I hate it. I hate that I did it, and I don't like the practice of it. It's it's messy, man. It's, it's unnecessarily messy. No strings attached situations. Hate it or love it. I hate it because it's just only lasts for so long. Mm. There's no fulfillment in that, John. Yeah, especially when very very rarely do the strings attached at the same time for both people. <laughs> Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, if you said that shit to me in twenty, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, very, it's very rare. Why should you keep trying to touch my strings? Well, <laughs> strings gonna attach soon. Get your later, fucking man. strings. All right, um, moving on to the music category, the streaming age. Do you hate it or love it? I love it. Talk to me. Access. Mm-hmm. Access is incredible, man. Access. It's like knowledge. They say knowledge is power, bro. The more knowledgeable you are in whatever field or whatever your interest or whatever genre or whatever, the more powerful you are. There are a lot of um, disadvantages and a lot of uh, missteps and mishandlement mm-hmm. of the streamer era and how things are allocated for us, you know, royalties and all that. That part is whack as fuck. But as far as streaming as a consumer, mm-hmm. bro, we're living in incredible times. If I could have streaming when I was 12 years old, bro, I'd, sure be, be, different. I'd be a fucking multimillionaire genius, my man. I feel that the death of print, the death of print. I hate it. Mm-hmm. The same way you felt about CDs, I used to love going to corner store, get a double XL, feel that glossy print, read page to page, see which editors did this, what writer said that, album reviews, album ratings, uh, shorties in there, interviews, all that shit. I used to love that. Our culture in itself took a big hit when rap culture stopped going into print. Okay. Deluxe albums. Deluxe albums. I don't like it. I hate it. Because they seem very cheaply made. Mm. The few times it's done with intent. It's few times you can tell who was thought of. Like the um, like Dreamville. When mm. they did the Deluxe, yep. a whole different situation. Uzi. When Uzi did it, Deluxe was a whole, whole different, different album. Right? Okay. But sometimes you just pop in six, seven bullshit songs that were... We place to begin with. You know where to put them. Yeah, you can say that shit. Um, personal raps. Personal raps? You. You rapping. Oh, I love it. I love my raps. Mm. I don't like rapping. But I like the art of rapping. I like putting words together. I like creating raps, but yeah, my rapping days is way over with. Okay. Album sequels. Like part twos. Uh, man. I love them. Mm-hmm. I can think of a lot more albums, album and mixtape sequels that I love than more the ones that were just, they just yeah they just put the name on there just to sell some shit. So yeah, I love them. Rappers podcast, I love them. <laughs> bro, I love what niggas is doing, bro. I love what niggas is doing. Man. I like when I see niggas show their personality without all the extra shit. Because when it comes to podcasting with these rappers, it's not a I got to give niggas a street single. Then I got to give niggas a girl song. Mm. And then you get the album cuts and you figure out who I am. I like the rap podcast because it shows, you know, these are our favorite artists. And 
it shows all their personality and how they move and how they think. And it really shows the reason why we love these motherfuckers, the personality and the stories behind it. Okay. Um, dual albums, like where rappers team up to drop music. Collabs? Drop yeah, collab albums. Do I like how they doing it or do I like the concept? Concept. I like the concept. I love the concept. Sometimes the concepts are way more exciting than what actually we get. Mm-hmm. Like the super slimy Young uh, Thug and Future. Yeah. Like the idea of them when it came out was exciting as fuck. Eh. But I fucked with that um, Future uh, Lil Uzi Johns. I fucked with that heavy. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm saying it's, it's hit and miss. But the concept of it is more exciting sometimes. Niggas are still hyping up Jack Boys to me, dog. Yeah. Yeah. The last four questions. Relationship type. Hate it or love it? Competition in a relationship. Hate it. I hate competition. It's too easy for resentment and bad blood and tension to be created because, like you say, or what you told me, comparison is a thief of... Enjoy. Right. So what are we competing for? We shouldn't be comparing our contribution to a relationship. I was um, just reading something um, last week. Where it says relationships shouldn't be a tug of war situation. Mm-hmm. We should be on the same side, pulling in the same direction. That's yeah. what a relationship should be. Yeah. Okay. Jealousy. Jealousy. I hate it. Hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Again, it, jealousy is a thief of joining a relationship. Because mm-hmm. very seldom you see somebody react proportionate to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, people react jealously. It's an overreaction. It's overreaction. Overreaction, over-assuming, jumping to conclusions. Shit like that. Being the bigger person. I hate it when it's not a relationship shit, Mm -hmm. but I love it in relationship. I feel that. And last question. Straight up, old-fashioned, all-American monogamy, my nigga. How you feel about that shit? I love that. I love it because it, otherwise it's too messy. You don't like messes? Nah, man, I don't like. <laughs> like that's the thing. That's why I like it's it's so it's so hard in trying to figure out chaos because mm-hmm. chaos is messy. Yeah. Where do you start to clean up? You don't know where. It's fucking chaos, nigga. It's chaos. When things are messy, you do things in a chaotic way. You operate in a chaotic way, a messy way. If you need to clean up or or whatever, mm-hmm. but how do you? You don't even know what to navigate, even, navigate yet. Yo, though. Yeah, I hate that shit. And that's it, my nigga. How you feel? It's pretty good, dog. Yeah, I feel like we did pretty good. I feel like yeah. we uh, covered a good wide gambit of topics and whatnot. Yo, though. Got a reminder for the folks? I just got one reminder. Danny Brown said on Triple X or 30, AKs with bayonets on deck, rep my set. Sort of like Squidward with his clarinet. Mm-hmm. I'm in your bitch mouth, but she fantasizing. He was a reminder that running Triz is not operating at 50% because Twy can't be in your bitch mouth because Twy is booed up. But guess who can't be in your bitch mouth? This nigga. And I'm in your bitch mouth for two. So you... <laughs> I'm in your bitch mouth for two, bro. That's what called the Triz by. I'm in your bitch mouth for two. God damn. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we back. We about to finish out season three like a motherfucker. I asked for reminders and they go in this order. Tony Yeo said on Call Me. 
Don't call me bitch. Don't be nagging me because the police is just thinking about bagging me. This is this is a reminder to ignore minor issues when it's time to make major moves. It's not worth winning the battle if you might lose the war. Next, Young Buck said on Stomp, I hear him talking, but he about to get that ass stomp. This is a reminder that explaining is losing. <laughs> Niggas have already made their mind up on what their next move is. Yeah, and the way you keep talking is only making the situation worse, my nigga. In conclusion, we about to beat your ass. That man's body language is speaking to you, so listen up. Last but not least, Lloyd Banks said on Bad News, I'm just a player that found out what the coaches know. This is a reminder that it's not always if you know how to do something, but if you know when to do something. Mm. So be aware and stay alert because when it's crunch time, you're really going to see how clutch you are. And you niggas, it's okay to cry because you ain't as hard as you think you are. It's been episode 124 running Triz. Love it or hate it, the game version. And we see you on the block. Protect your motherfucking neck. Wanna know why? Cause use it, use it, use it, use it.